Yo, yo, PTG fam. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. This episode is brought to you by Heal Brand. Heal Brand is the best CBD company that I've ever, ever tried in my life. Tyler feels the same exact way. We love the owners, we love the company, we love the product. They just have amazing stuff. They have some really awesome technology. It's called nanotechnology. What this does is it allows their CBD to break through the cellular wall and get into your bloodstream much, much faster. Sounds crazy, I know, but it works. Like really, really works. I've used all sorts of different CBD products. I love CBD, I've always liked um, the traditional CBDs. I think they work really well, they help me sleep. Um, I don't typically take them during the day. I usually take it right before bed and it helps me um, fall asleep and stay asleep, which is a really big um, issue that I have when I travel. Uh, my, my mind just doesn't really wanna turn off. It's hard for me to get a good night's rest. So. CBD has been something that's been a staple for quite some time now in my regiment, and uh, this brand has really taken it to the next level. Not only do they have the amazing nanotechnology tinctures, they also have these awesome knockout shots that have 10 milligrams of their nano CBD in them, but they also have like valerian root, melatonin, and other all-natural sleep aids. I love this stuff. Again, uh, leading up to World Cup, I was taking it just about every night, you know, you're, you're supposed to take them almost every other night. I was taking it every night uh, leading up to the event so I could get really good rest, recover really well. We were training extremely hard. And uh, the stuff was just a major boost to everything. It's a boost to my everyday life. Again, sleep is such an important thing. So many um, people out there are not getting enough sleep. You know, you need between seven and eight hours a night. And, you know, a lot of people really struggle. And if you are one of those people who have a very busy schedule and you time you just don't have the time to get seven or eight hours that you want that five or six hours that you do get to be incredibly valuable you want it to be really good rest where you reach some sort of rem deep rem sleep and uh heal brand cbd helps us do that so we absolutely love it you can head over to healbrand.com and uh use code play the game at checkout you'll get a nice little 10 percent discount it's an awesome way to support the show and I think you guys will like it. I really do. You, uh, you will notice the effects right away. This episode is also brought to you by G2 Paintball. G2 Paintball is an amazing, amazing, amazing paintball athletics company that is designed to make you a better paintball athlete. I can't stress this enough. Before World Cup, you know, we have always incorporated G2 exercises into our practices, our workout routines, but before World Cup, three weeks before the event, we went out to Arizona, there was no layout released yet, and we did a three-day mini Hell Week G2 training, and it was brutal. It was so tough. It was one of the toughest, most difficult training sessions that I have ever done and been part of, and uh, I really think it helped us go the distance at World Cup, you know, when we were deep into the late rounds on Sunday, I believe we had a competitive edge over our opponents because of how we trained. G2 Paintball is phenomenal. They're based out of Arizona, owned and operated by Dynasty's very own Rusty Glaze and Victor Gamboa. They're doing an awesome job. They have tons of affordable camps out there. And actually, we have partnered with BKI and um, we'll be bringing the Combine to you at the end of January in Arizona. So stay tuned for more information on that. But for now, you could head over to g2paintball.com, get all the information that you want. Keep your eyes peeled because, again, we're going to have the combine that we usually have in Florida every year. It's going to be held in Arizona. It's going to be a collaboration with G2 Paintball. It's going to be a big event. I'll be there. Tyler will be there. Ryan Greenspan will be there um, and a bunch of other big names. So stay tuned, and we'll see you there very soon.
This episode is also brought to you by Transfuse. You guys already know Transfuse is the business. I don't even think I need to do an ad at this point. They are so good, so great. They make the best products. They truly do. Has everything that you need. All of the major electrolytes, you know, magnesium, potassium, sodium, uh, no sugar, low sugar. It's it's incredibly good, delicious. Has zinc, choline, um, vitamin C, over 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C. And uh, it's one of the best products out there as far as hydration goes because not only is it really good for hydrating your body, it is also a great immune booster. It has um, cognitive enhancement abilities as well with the vitamin B and the choline. It's just an all-around great product. Again, it tastes amazing. It's really easy to drink. We love it. We've been using it for a while. It was also part of what really helped us during our training for World Cup. Um, Our trainings were incredibly brutal. Like I said, we're out in Arizona. It was 100 degrees, you know really hot and we were, we really worked. And, um, you know, I was drinking like four or five packets a day. That's how much I was sweating. Uh, I sweat more than most. You guys heard me talk about in the past. So finding a good electrolyte supplement has been crucial to my, to my training and preparation for these events. And at World Cup, the whole team, all of Dynasty, was taking it in the weeks leading up to the event and at the event. They also have some really cool new products coming out, some awesome new tropics that you guys are for sure going to like. We've been testing them for, um, a couple months now, actually, and it's just amazing. If you guys like pre-workouts, but you don't quite like the pre-workouts that give you all the jitterness and have a gnarly crash, this is definitely the product for you um, because it's just really clean energy. You feel like you're zinging a little bit, and uh, we love it. So keep on the lookout for that. But for now, the electrolyte drink, you can head over to translabs.com. That's T-R-A-N-Z-L-A-B-S.com. Use code PLAYTHEGAME at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Um, they are also offering a really cool extra promotion to where if you subscribe, which means that you get on an auto ship program where they will just ship you your stuff however much you want each month. You don't ever have to deal with the hassle. Um, you get an additional 11% off, so it's 21% off in total. Uh, use code PLAYTHEGAME as well. And you guys are going to love it. Honestly, if you haven't tried it yet and you've heard us talking about it, just give it a shot. If you're a soda drinker, cut out your soda and use Transfuse. It tastes amazing and you're going to feel better. Um, We really do promote people living healthy lifestyles. We want people to feel good every day that they wake up. And a big part of that is not only hydration, but cutting out all the bad stuff as well. Drinks that have a lot of sugar. That's why we don't like Gatorades. They are loaded with sugar. Um, You know, stuff with... um, Things that aren't good for the body. So Transfuse is loaded with everything we need to succeed. And uh, it's a brand that we love and support. So, and they support us. So again, that's translabs.com. Use code play the game at checkout. And uh, without further ado, we are going to hop into this episode with Billy Bernaccia. Billy has been one of the top snake players in the league for a long time now. He's been cutting his teeth for years. We both got in the league at the same time, um, around the same time, you know, back in 06, 07 time. And uh, his story is really fascinating because he's one of the few that came from the East Coast and has really built a massive name for himself. He plays for San Antonio X Factor, as you guys know, has won MVPs and really reached the heights of what this game has to offer. So without further ado, we're going to hop in there. Hope you guys enjoy the show. That was an insane inside move by Marcelo Margot. Great communication. And the crowd starts chanting Harmon. Great, great shot by all the guys. So Tyler Harmon saved that game. He came out with two wins. Marcelo Margot was on fire. 
Billy Bernaccia, friend, foe, constant competitor, legend in the game, one of the best snake players to ever play paintball. What's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah, Billy. What's up, brother? I yeah. appreciate up, that. Dude, never <laughs> well, the man, foe. Uh, you're the man. Hey, you're every now man. and then, every now and then, he's on the other side of the field. You know what I mean? Well, and, I mean, yeah, of when. course, every yeah. now and then, he's like literally a couple days ago. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes on your side of the field, but uh, yeah. more times yeah. than not, huh? <laughs> Seriously. where you like to live. Yeah. So. Run them down. That's the motto, dude. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's been going on, dude? What have you been up to? You know, just living life, um, you know, taking a little break right now after World Cup. Um, you know, from traveling and trying to, you know, do our best to stay quarantined and safe. Um, you know, my girlfriend and I are both working from home. So, yeah, um, it What's is it what it like is right out now. There? You're just, yeah, it's just a weird world right from? now. Like, so that everybody knows what city you're living yeah. in, like where you're from. Yeah. So I live in Connecticut. Um, so New Haven County. Um, yeah. it's, you know, our numbers were actually really good and now they're starting to get a little crazy again. So they're kind mm-hmm. of, you know, um, they, they close down the bars again down to, you know, I think they're closing at 9 PM yeah. and, you know, restaurants are getting more strict and, you know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of turning into a mess again. So yeah, we're doing our best to stay safe. Um, but it is what it is right now. I mean, I'm, working mainly from home out and about a little bit, but yeah. What do yeah, you, what do you do? So I work in the electrical industry and the solar industry as well. I work in uh, for a distribution center um, and I do sales for them. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah, dude. I know the, uh, it's a common theme across the country. I think right now what you're talking mm-hmm. about and um, you know, obviously we're all kind of have PTSD from the first go around of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we're just hoping yeah. that, that everything goes well for sure. I know like being able to go to Texas for practice and world cup was kind of like a tease, like, all right, we're back uh-huh. to normal. And then we get home and then the numbers start going up again and it's like, yeah. just kidding. But luckily yeah. we were able to, you know, finish the season out with world cup, which was awesome. And it seems like, you know, it went well. I haven't heard yeah. of any crazy cases or any br- uh-huh. outbreaks going on. So, you know, props to the NXL for, uh, you know, keeping everybody safe and doing what they needed to do to run the event. Yeah, man, that was such a, oh my God, what a miracle that we were able to even have that tournament. I didn't I know. Think, I thought this, totally. this whole season was shot and yeah. we had Tom on the show earlier in the year and he, he was like, you know, you know, boys, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that if it's safe enough and we can do it, that we're going to put on a show and they put on a great one. So thank you, NXL. And, uh, Go Sports, uh, my fan wagon, everybody that that puts on that amazing show that we were able to to have fun with out there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. I mean, it it's was so interesting. You know, it's such a long time of almost basically an off season. You know, and then it was like we rallied really quick, had a couple of weeks to prepare for World Cup. It ramped up mm-hmm. again like a normal season, and now we're kind of back in the off season, waiting to see what happens for next year. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, local paintball kept going and, you know, right. Marcelo knows enough that we got to kind of live through the kids in our area and um, become coaches and because we're yeah. not obviously not allowed to play in the local stuff. So, you know, we uh, we were living through these guys trying to, uh, to yeah. get our fix of paintball, which was, you know, it was an awesome, uh, you know, time consuming thing. It For was sure. fun. Absolutely. We had a blast. Yeah. It was so much fun. 
Billy and I battled out on the East Coast at Matt's Outback. You uh, you won that battle with your team power. Um, you know, you guys won. They this. won that battle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, those but, no, guys those... earned it, man. They, yeah. uh, they worked their ass off this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of came into it and, you know, I asked them, you know, what do you, what do you guys want out of this? I mean, are you guys a boys club that just, you know, want to hang out with the boys and play paintball, have a good time? Or are you, like, looking to get competitive and play nationals and win nationals and go through the ranks. Cause whatever you want, I'm here to help you guys. And, you know, they want to be serious. They want to, you know, put a, a competitive team out there. So I had the guys there early in the morning, 6am at the field doing drills. And there we I go. Mean, the results showed, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they kicked ass this year. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of Love those that. guys. And just so, cause I'm not really fully aware what league, mm-hmm. Um, was that and what's the team that you're talking about there? So the team I coach is uh, CWE Power. Uh-huh. They're uh, out of Matt's Outback in nice. Coventry, Connecticut. The league is the OPS, the mm-hmm. Outback Paintball Series. There we go. And shout out. Yeah, and uh, Marcella's team is New York Wrecking Crew. Another awesome group of guys. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to actually meet them this year and. You know, build relationships with some of those guys, and they're solid dudes too. So, yeah, what a gift! Yeah. Uh, what a yeah. gift! Both of those teams yeah. work really hard. They take it serious, and I, I like Billy. That's what you asked. You know, when you went into it, are you guys just trying to have a good time, or are you trying to really win? Because there's a a different type of uh, preparation that it takes to reach the higher ranks. You know, and some divisional teams don't really understand that. And so, when I coach a team too, it's the same thing. I asked Wrecking Crew. I was like, well how serious do you want to be? Because that matters to me. You know, if I'm going to get involved, it's because we're going to do it the right way. And, um, they absolutely have, uh, have, have, you know, done that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, Tyler, you know, I got to New York quite a bit. It's always, uh, to, to coach the team that plays in the same league as Billy's team. And that's actually Billy, that's your home field too, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So like, uh, what I really liked that you started doing this year was those Wednesday night things, Wednesday night drill nights, with uh with players you know i think stuff like that is so important we talk about it on the show all the time different uh pros getting out to the local field you know and Mm -hmm. and interacting with the culture there you know because yeah you know we've actually been doing that for for a decent amount of time me and josh pike started it a few years ago and um i didn't actually do it last year but this year i brought it back and our we were getting like 50 50 to 60 people on a Wednesday night, photographers filming the practices. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. It was literally wow. like a weekend of paintball. And I mean, it was just good for me because I'm stuck quarantined <laughs> all week. So mm-hmm. to get out in the middle of a Wednesday, it was awesome. So yeah, totally. shout out to all my Wednesday night guys. They, uh, That's they the also best. killed it this year. And I think they all, they all walked away with something uh, after the season. Did anybody on power come to your Wednesday night? trainings yeah oh yeah um a couple billy of the bob? guys were there every wednesday night billy bob was there every yeah, single wednesday night that kid's a savage dude it's my guy tyler this yeah. i don't actually know if he's a kid i don't know how old he is but he's he's a beast he's 19 he's yeah. 19 he is a kid 19 yeah. man yeah this i kid, mean uh, he's only been playing a couple of years and uh ryan brand flew out last year or the year before and billy bob had just started and took our clinic and i remembered him and you know, he came out, he got picked up by power. He wasn't really playing for as much because he was kind of the newer guy. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started coaching for them, he became one of our top five guys like that. I mean, he, he's, he's just a savage Soaks out there. Yeah. He, he sees the field so well for a young kid and 
it's awesome, man. Tyler, it's awesome you were- to like to see him, you know, grow as a paintball player as I'm teaching him. Mm, totally. Um, Tyler, you were talking about this on the show with Steven. Uh, it's really hard to teach aggression, you know. This yeah. kid just kind of has that. He wants to go go fuck people up. He wants to bump yeah, I love that. Stop, yeah. you know, and like we have to constantly put guns on him. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, push it's the awesome field, baby. Because he's pro it he's probably the slowest player on our team. He is but too. he's the most <laughs> aggressive player on our team. <laughs> Dude, that's rad. It's awesome. Wednesday nights are how I cut my teeth. Um, when I was coming up, I would play with like Rich Telford and Dave Baines. I also, I'm just going to apologize to all the listeners right now because for the first uh, couple <laughs> minutes, I didn't have my headphones on and the speakers were just, you know, shooting out the sound to me. So uh, you're probably going to get a little echo for the first couple minutes. There. Yeah, I think it's going to be fine. Nobody even uh, noticed. I, I saw yeah. it. <laughs> rolling, I baby. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Um, but Wednesday nights are how like that. That's how I got my really good skill set going and my fix like during the week i've all i think about is paintball so mm-hmm. the fact that rich telford dave baines and like thomas taylor when he first got on excessive they would all go out to modesto and and we would just run like three on threes or four on fours um anything you can do to play more paintball you know you should take advantage of that if it's a wednesday mm. night if you have anywhere any possible way that you can get out shoot your gun or emulate those moves or do anything to keep you prepared for the weekend you need to be doing that during the week dude Absolutely. I actually, it's how I got my career started before I played for, or got picked up for San Diego aftermath. When Mike Kimden was putting that team together, um, I had my own team called die kids. You were just playing the rookie division in a local series. Um, but every Wednesday night I would go up to this little field called adrenaline. It was about an hour away. It was in the, in a, uh, outdoor roller rink. Right. But with a bunch of gravel as the ground, that was, I mean, it was the worst stuff to play on. Honestly, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. To yeah. play on but every time we'd go out there there'd be i think mike played for aftershock at the time maybe he had just joined dynasty i think he had just joined dynasty actually um but like mini mike would be out there fish you know all those oh, dudes wow. and we'd be Man, out there i haven't heard in a while long time yeah. you know and i'd be out there wow. every wednesday yeah. at like 12 13 years old and they would be there i'd be like hey can i can i get any points with you guys can we play totally. and and that's how mike found out who i was and that is why he ended up calling me when he wanted to put that aftermath team together yeah so it's like, you gotta be awesome, persistent. Dude. You, you gotta, gotta be persistent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. want to play paintball. I mean, yeah. you gotta want to get out there. Um, for sure. I got a good story for you. I started in high school and on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday nights. Um, there was a, a local redemption center that set up paintball and their field was, it was a dark warehouse. Right. And nice. they had pallets of, you know, bottles and boxes of like Bud Light, you know, like, and, (laughs) and bags of cans and stuff. And they made bunkers out of it in this big warehouse. (laughs) And you're only allowed to use 20 balls, right? Whoa. So we would show up every Tuesday or Wednesday and this place got huge. And this is where I met like Bart and Matt Blonsky. Um, you know, they used to play there. Yep. Shout out to the Blonskys. I don't know if you remember Nikki Foglia who played on the hurricanes with us. He used to play there. Um, And it was just such a cool place that, you know, it was kind of like, you know, a small, a tight group. It's always like the same people every week. Of course. And we would just go out on this, in this cold, dark warehouse, hiding behind, (laughs) you know, bottles and cans and again, (laughs) running around with 20 paintballs, shooting each other. I mean, and it was a blast. And, you know, what year was that in? Oof, 2000, probably 2000, 2001. Yeah. So you guys Maybe. were shooting, uh, man, what were you shooting then? 
Uh, so I started Stingray. with Tipman. The most yeah. most people had mags, auto mags in there. Yeah. Um, but I started with the Tipman. Same um, here. I was probably up, upgraded to the autococker after that. Yeah. And uh, like my my favorite gun ever was my Black Magic uh, autococker. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my first like nice gun I ever got. Dude, that thing shot. I remember darts. those things. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they still do. I have a free flow autococker that just shoots so straight. It's crazy yeah, to me, nice. like the trajectory on on those guns. They do mm-hmm. shoot incredibly straight. They don't have as yeah. much drop, you know. At that yeah. time, too, if like if you had an autococker or you were playing someone that that had an autococker and you had something that was not an autococker, you could tell the difference. You know, you're like, oh yeah. boy, that one's coming in hot. You know, those those shots are coming in straight. So it was a big advantage. Like the uh, the guns, I feel like are pretty pretty leveled out now you know um but at a, at that time it was a huge advantage with like what kind of gun you were shooting you know yeah agreed totally oh totally is absolutely i remember this one time i went to um a field up north by my brother's house about three hours away in in uh, thousand oaks and uh this guy had an angel it was a dark angel at the time yeah. which those when those came <laughs> out were the business yep. i mean they shot yeah. faster than everything else i think i think i might have still had an autococker or maybe i didn't even get that far yet i might have still had my spider shutter that had this sweet blue one there we um, go but nice. uh, this guy this guy shot me in the neck so bad from really close <laughs> and i i was i'm just like 11 years old you know i was probably crying oh, freaked out yeah. i remember he let me shoot the gun and I felt invincible with it because it was so fast. It was just like, oh, you could yeah. just shoot ropes. You know? was, they were so fast. Back Game then. changer. Game yep. changer, for sure. So he was out there running around with that thing, playing against players like me that were just tink, 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 yeah. tink, tink, you know? <laughs> Big difference. Hey, but it made you better, you know? Make, yeah, make you better. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. is true. So um, kind of walk us through how you got into paintball. Like, we obviously, you've grown up mm-hmm. on the East Coast, and uh, you've made – one hell of a name for yourself playing out of the East coast. I've been playing against you since I was, you know, yeah, crazy, 12 years right? old. Um, I don't know, maybe even younger. Cause I was on twisted factory when you were on the, uh, the hurricane. Oh shit. I didn't, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So I've been playing against wow. you forever. <laughs> yeah. You and man, wow. Tony. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude. So, um, Damn. I want to just get your grassroots and kind of hear where you started at. What was your first time playing paintball, your local mm-hmm. field, um, how did you fall in love with paintball and uh, have well, it progress? His you know, first time was at the Redemption Factory. And <laughs> yeah, that's when that's when I started getting serious into yeah. it. So I grew up. I we had a lot of woods and uh, on our property. So um, some of my neighbors were a little bit older than me, and they all had paintball guns. So they were always running around in the woods playing. And nice. My buddy and I would kind of like you know go out there and try to like watch and be like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Oh, they're playing paintball. That's awesome. We, you know, yeah. we'd watch. And then whenever they'd see us, they were older. So they'd start shooting at us and we'd just run <laughs> home. And I remember I was like telling my father about it. And uh, next thing you know, he, he took me to the local store and bought me a gun. So he's yeah. like, shoot back at him now, <laughs> you know? So I started just, you know, messing around in the woods, having fun. And then I found that redemption center started playing there. That's when I met the Blonskis and, uh, and Nikki and they turned me on to Hogan's alley and I started playing, you know, learning airball and hyperball and just got addicted from there. I mean, we started some, yeah. some small local teams. The first tournament I ever played with was with Matt Derula and, Whoa. uh, we started this local team and then we kind of merged with another team to create the Hogan's alley factory team. 
and then wow. just never looked back, man. Just kept going with it. Dude, how addicting is that feeling? I still remember, you know, in Modesto playing on these air ball fields with the piping in the ground and everything. Yep. And like, just I'll never forget going from the hyperball. You know, I started in the woods, started playing hyperball. And then once I found airball, it was like, boom, yep. I was just completely hooked from that moment on. And it, it's just so addicting, dude. <laughs> it, it was crazy because I remember when I watched Push for the first time and I had only been, to, you know, on the airball field once or twice and yeah. watching Push, I was like, oh, I played a field like that. I played yeah. a field like that. And, uh, you know, it just wanted me to, I just wanted to go play more. I just wanted mm-hmm. to keep going. I wanted to bunker people. I wanted to jump over bunkers. <laughs> I just, I wanted that oh, Rocky feeling. Cagnoni. I loved it, man. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Shout out Rocky Cagnoni. Yeah. Damn. I, so I was Rocky your first snake? Rush. Was he your first idol on the snake side? I guess, I guess uh, I guess never so. thought of that, but I guess I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess dude. so. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. I got to stay oh, with yeah. that pirate at his house in Florida <laughs> one time. I did Bobby. too one time. <laughs> dude, with Bobby Avilas, it was the best time ever. <laughs> Shout out to Rocky. He's the Shout best. Out. We got to get him yeah, on the Rocky. show, actually. That's a good, that's a oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good Are one. kidding? Dude, Such land pirate. Timeless. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the best. Extra cheese. I want it melted. I want it melted. <laughs> if you guys have videos, man. you got to go watch them. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was more like nostalgic type videos like that. It, it, yeah. It's it's like we have all these mashup videos that are really cool and hip to the mm-hmm. times. But those videos, I think just the way they're choreographed and the music makes them resonate with you a, a whole lot differently than than some you of the like- videos we have. You knew them. Yeah. You knew them. Yeah. After you yeah, watched yeah. that movie, totally. I felt like they were my friends. Like, yeah, I knew, right. <laughs> you know, we need yeah. to put out content like that where where you know us. Like, it's us just being us. Just you right. know, like they were just shooting the shit, having fun, playing paintball, mm-hmm. uh, grilling cheeseburgers, swimming at the pool together. You know, like that real family lifestyle. And I think that we definitely need more of that. That's right. Totally. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Like one of fun. the best parts of the game. You know. Yeah, just vibing and hanging out with each other and just enjoying the process of playing paintball, being pro paintball players with your brothers. We all have a brotherhood and that it's like these timeless memories that we'll cherish for our whole entire lives. Mm. You know, after this is all gone is all those memories of the brotherhoods and, and, you know, the sisterhood, everybody, everybody that's a part of paintball and uh, this amazing thing that we get to do. It's crazy. Absolutely, man. It's a tight community. And it's cool that, you know, the majority of us are, are pretty close and, and good friends and, you know, friend or yeah. foe, like Marcel was saying in the <laughs> beginning, you know, we're yeah. all fa- we're all in the paintball family, you know, that's right, dude. So it's only right. foe. It's, it's only foe on the field. You know, how yeah. It goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. So, yeah. Paintball is crazy, man. Uh, like I would never, I would never know you, Billy. I would never, I, I would, you know, we would right. never know all these people around the world that That's we're so crazy. fortunate to to have relationships with now. And, uh, and now, you know, you're on the verge of locking down a Lacoste headband deal. I mean, we got big things coming Let's in the go. future. It's happening. Yeah, dude. I don't see how they have not sponsored you yet. You've promoted them to millions of people for... Yeah over a decade you know so i think it's about time they come in and give you a- i agree you know and uh and we started our uh, rally so yeah, yeah i, I like it see some results <laughs> I like everybody it. Their inbox there. got cluttered yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah hit them up let them know billy right. actually i have uh there's some people i put a little feeler out on the instagram and they they had some questions um, you know, have you ever washed your headband the people want to know this is from elk count <laughs> he wants to know God. if you've ever washed it yeah 
every, yeah. <laughs> for every, every, every time I play. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Because honestly, does it look the, that grimy? Is it that bad? It, the more they kind of like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more you it's, watch it, the more it kind of like comes apart. But yeah. I mean, you got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. When I was younger, I wouldn't wash my gear the whole weekend. I would go play Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and oh I would, yeah, I wouldn't wash it. You know, yeah. now I, I have to wash my gear after every day. It's crazy how, <laughs> how much of prima donnas we've become yeah. the older we get. <laughs> For sure. Because when we were younger, we For didn't sure. care about sharing beds in a hotel. Uh-uh, we didn't care nothing. about, yeah. you know, washing our stuff. We just wanted to go play and be <laughs> dirty right. and have fun. Now it's like the first thing we do, like, oh, who's getting soap? You know, yeah, get back exactly. to the hotel, getting laundry soap. <laughs> I'll Dude. never forget the, the first national event that I played was with Aftermath in 2005. It was that Pomona yeah. Open. Were you there, Billy? Were you, you Tyler, I know you were there. Probably. You were with the Oakland Assassins. Yeah. Um, it was pouring rain. The, 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 like one of the rainiest events that we've ever played in 2005. Yep. Okay. Like yep. played it in Definitely the dark. Definitely was there. <laughs> yeah. And um, we had four or five people to a room and we were staying at like this little shoddy Motel 6 or something. Bro. Yeah, bro. Yep. And it was muddy freezing oh. shitty but we didn't care and you probably didn't, you probably have the best time of your yeah life. exactly we like we bring up we lug all our stuff back into the room it's all dirty we didn't wash it you yeah. know it's full of mud just keep it in the gear bag <laughs> room stinks there's mud everywhere like i don't think that's the way what it was kids, yeah it was the way it was i don't think kids yeah. realize that these days you know like we all all the current pros that are in the upper echelon i guess you could say and it's really you're in the upper echelon because you have the experience. We've been playing the game for a long time. So the only reason you're there is because you've been there for a long time. And back in the day, we had to cut our teeth the hard way, you know? And so now we might be honest, but we spent a lot of time like in the grime doing it that way. And I think that's crucial to your growth, actually. I mean, we talk about all the time, Tyler, but Billy, I know you're from the East coast. I'm I'm sure you Mm -hmm. agree, you know, like, like you got to have those, those kind of gritty grimy times. Otherwise you're soft. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I think, you know, kids nowadays are spoiled with all the clinics yeah. that the pros do and all yeah. the like how involved yeah. we are. Like I'm all about growing the sport and, you know, I'm all about being at my local field and helping people get better. When I was, a, when I was a kid, <laughs> okay. Same field as a pro, you never wanted to be on the field again. I mean, we yeah. used to travel to New York to play against these guys. And like, I'd play against Nikki Cuba all the time. Oh, play, yeah. I mean, and man, those guys just wanted to let you know why they were pro. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, it's like, yeah. we want to be friends with these kids. We want to, you know, teach them our secrets and whatnot. Damn, the other guys crazy. just wanted to let you know, you know. It's I never crazy. looked at it's, it that it's, way. It's a completely different t- time. You know, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you guys, right. you know, experienced some, you know, with pros mm-hmm. in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no, you're uh, right, dude. It, it's a completely different paradigm right now. And it, it all has to do with telecom, right? Before yeah. nobody was going to get them on Instagram doing whatever <laughs> they're doing. But yeah. now it's like, you know, um, you have to be held accountable. And there was not very much, uh, you know, there wasn't really a checks and balances type system back then. It was just kind of like, you go out there, you're going to get messed up. You're going to get rocked That's by it. these pros. They're going to yell at you. They're going to, they're going to belittle you. <laughs> gonna, you know, it's like, it was a whole different ball game, but. Oh man, I hated playing. I mean, I loved it just because yeah. I got the experience, but I hated going up to New York, practicing New York extreme oh, back yeah. in the day with all the old school guys. I mean, oh, yeah. those guys, they just wanted to shoot the shit out of you. <laughs> and even if you shot them, they weren't, you know, they're not coming off the field, you know, they're, yeah. they're not going to give you the respect or, or let you think you could shoot them. They didn't care. Yep. But Hey, it made, it made me a player. 
there. Me too. Um, just, you know, getting that experience and getting that, yeah. you know, hard love, you know? Well, totally. It's like, it's, it's uh, like, uh, with your kids too, you don't, you exactly. don't want your kids to have it too easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So even me, you know, I'm the nicest guy ever, but I'm also going to make you earn it too. When you're out there, if, if we're playing, you're going to earn it. And you know, it, it's not going to come easy and it shouldn't because you'd be teaching them the wrong things if you did it that mm-hmm. way. So we got to, mm-hmm. we have to do our best to carry on that type of heritage as well and make agree, sure that, you know, we, we yeah. keep, keep these people in check and make them work a little bit more <laughs> and have some fun. <laughs> I, I so agree. It's like the whole culture has changed just across the board in in all sports i like that you brought up parenting because it really that's kind of where it stems from too you know my dad was 80 years old when he passed last year he was an old man you know like he came from a different time and so i was raised different than all my friends you know but i wouldn't trade Mm. it for anything yeah the way he was how hard he was on me is like really what has made me the type of person i am today and and i look at some of my friends and i know that they can't say the same you know yeah. like they're they're not not proud of of the kind of things that i'm able to be proud of you know as far as mm-hmm. like morals and and self-respect and the type of you know work ethic that it takes to achieve something because kids nowadays mm-hmm. are handed stuff or just not really told the right way like when they do something wrong you know they mess yeah. up and it you just get away with so much now um and it's, yeah. it's strange to me that it's such a controversial topic, you know, because mm-hmm. you just have to look at results sometimes too. Like the results that we're getting is not great, you know, and uh, we've just become a really soft society in many ways, you know, and I understand there's, there's certain room for um, softening up some of the stuff. Sure. But in yeah. so many things and across sports and I, we see it all the time when we go to clinics, there's so many times where it's like these you're never going to make it with that mindset, you know, like you can tell almost right, right away in a player. It's like, that's what it is yep, right there. It Marcelo. Is. It's the mindset, you know, yeah, it's the mindset it. that those types of, of teaching and either coddling or uh, being harsh, like those all mold certain mindsets. And yeah, yeah. Right. the type of player you want is a player that has a mindset that can handle Mm-hmm. the worst of the worst mm-hmm. right that's like right. that's the only type of player that you want on your team it's probably the only type of person you want in a relationship someone that mm-hmm. when when their back's against the wall they're going to be resilient instead of run away um mm-hmm. if they're in business they're going to be resilient instead of run away when things are tough yep. you know like yeah it's a, it's a no, you're 100 right thing you know yep you got to have that gear it's a different yeah. gear you it's know? different gear man for sure it hurts that gear hurts <laughs> Yeah, it's not supposed to be an easy one, but it's a a necessary one. Right. It's weird. It's like you don't want to take away all of the pain from life because the pain brings brings joy, brings learning, brings pleasure. You know. So if we try to put you know cushions around everything, I just it's gonna hurt us. Yeah, yeah. I think it hurts us for sure. For sure, dude. All right. So I want to dip back into to the heritage of Billy. Bernaccia, tell me how you got into like tournament ball and getting really serious and then how I ended up on the other side of the field for me playing on Twisted Factory. <laughs> Dude, uh, how did that whole thing come to fruition with uh, the Hurricanes? And I want to start ripping into the early years of your story. All here. right. Absolutely. All right. Let's let's dive into it. Um, yeah. So, uh, like I said from before, we had uh, a couple of local teams. Uh, one of them was called Wired. One of them was Backlash. And we kind of um, combined them to create Hogan's Alley Factory, right? Yeah. So, we started in 2003. We played mm-hmm. uh, 10-man. And then that was when Expo had just started, you know, getting introduced. So, we, as soon as we kind of got the feel for it, we jumped right away and said, we want to play Expo. Yeah. And 
when we when we went over to Expo, we ended up picking up a couple of the Hurricanes players. Um, Rob Landry, I think, was the first mm. one that we grabbed, and that's kind of how I got recognized by the Hurricanes. Is I, we grabbed him because they were local, and we were all playing together, and. Rob had, you know, introduced me to Jeff Stein, who then watched us play and asked me to come out c- for a trial. Was he smoking a cigar when he first uh, Absolutely. Probably at least, at least <laughs> maybe two, two. At a time, maybe. <laughs> Dude, I will never yeah. forget being like 12 years old and probably at the tournament that you're talking about, uh, you know, and like just him just blowing back cigars like a madman. And he's, I just saw him out in uh, Boston for the combine recently. He's still doing it, baby. He still throws yep. him down. He's a legend. Oh, he he's so he funny. He's a legend. Yeah. He's done a lot for the sport and a lot for, uh, you know, New England paintball. So definitely. Yeah. Um, so that was the end of, uh, that was 2004. And 2005 is when uh, Jeff had asked me to come to the Hurricanes. So I played. My first event with them was Tampa 2005 and I, I had a good event with them, you know, that's, so they decided to, you know, keep me. Um, I think we beat dynasty our first time ever playing Dude. them. So it was like <laughs> legendary. It's like on a trauma head video. So yeah. it's, it's something that I'll, I'll like always remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, that's, that's how the hurricanes thing started. And then, you know, I kind of wanted to go explore other options and start meeting new people and, and, uh, you know, getting my name out there. And so I left the hurricanes after one season and I, uh, I joined Arsenal. That's right. uh, it was only for maybe two events. What year was that that you joined Arsenal? 2006. Okay. So I played the full year 2005 with the hurricanes and ended the year off with the, uh, Miami ESPN yeah. event. That's right. And then after that, Tom, uh, Tom four and JC Winnington, uh, offered me a spot on Arsenal. Dude, that and, team was huge at it. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it was a solid team. Um, I mean, yeah. we didn't get the best results when I was on the team, but mm-hmm. it was the experience of, you know, being able to fly out to Cali and practice against, you know, good teams yeah. and, um, you know, stay out there for a month at a time. I think we stayed at the, at the Whittier house and Dude. practice at the, they, they had a field in the backyard and we played, I think every single day we were there. Wow. So yeah. it was wild. Yeah. What a luxury that <laughs> is. Not, not every paintball player yep. can say that they've, you know, lived that right. life. And on the East yep. coast, you're, you're pretty, uh, much like a staple for professional paintball players on the East coast as to what people are trying to strive to be like, man. Um, because, uh, and it didn't, it didn't happen overnight. Obviously you've been in the game for a long time. We've all been in the game for a long time. So, um, the number one thing is you just never give up and you just stay persistent and you enjoy what you do. You, you obviously love paintball. You know what I mean? Um, your heart, when your heart is in it, you're going to be successful and you're going to get opportunities to fly to California and play paintball for 30 days straight. And I was always someone who took advantage of opportunities. I played for Arsenal. I I played for Doc's Raiders, who also had the same mindset. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was able to uh, practice good teams down in Florida. And I never turned away good opportunities to help my career. You know, selfishly, Mm -hmm. I, you know, left my friends that I was playing with. And I really, you know, I... It, that was a tough decision to leave the hurricanes. I mean, those guys brought me into the pro league and, yeah. you know, I had personal relationships with all of them. So mm-hmm. it was a hard decision, but 
in my opinion, looking back now is the right decision. Um, you know, so sometimes you got to make the tough decisions and, you know, in the end it, it works out. I want to pick your brain on that because I know there's a lot of listeners that go Mm -hmm. through that right Mm -hmm. there. Like they don't, they don't know how to do that. And I think Mm -hmm. that what you're telling me is you knew where you were headed. You knew where you were going. You didn't have to play all these mind games with yourself and, and have all this other stuff attached to it. You knew where you were going and you were going there. And if you want to support me, thank you. If you don't, thank you. You know what I mean? It's like, um, you have a clear vision and you attacked it. And I think that's huge, but tell me how hard that was. Like, what was that experience like going through that? It was tough because, you know, the hurricanes knew I was approached by other teams and, you know, you get a phone call from this guy and that guy and everybody on the team trying to, you know, convince you to stay. And at that point you kind of just shut your phone off and you just make your decision yourself. And, yeah. you know, you know, no matter what decision you make, it's going to mm-hmm. affect somebody else. So mm-hmm. you kind of just have to do what's best for you. And yeah, it's tough. It's mm-hmm. real tough because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to lose those friendships. <laughs> you don't know if uh, you're making the right decision, but, yeah, you Ultimately, better do good. You know, when you go like there. <laughs> you said, like you said, if you're smart and you know the path you want to go down, and yeah. you see the 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 tunnel at the end of the the light at yeah. the end of the tunnel, yeah, you just got to do it. You mm-hmm. got to go through it, and it's tough, but it yeah. works. You know. Yeah, but, and you're right. You know, if again, had I not done that, I would have never gotten the experience to go out and practice in Cali and practice in Florida and meet all the people that I've met and make a name for myself. I mean, in New England, we're kind of stuck in this small, you know, little paintball world where we don't play in the winter because there's snow. I mean, we play in indoors and it's, it's tough for us to get a good practice and show up in the first event of the season and be competitive after mm-hmm. playing indoors, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, we've heard that for like, as long as I've been playing paintball and it is, you know, it is difficult because you don't have a, like typically in the indoor, it's not a full size field, you know, Correct. typically a little bit um, smaller and the, what you really dial in on. And I will say East coasters, some of y'all like you, Bill, you got, you know, good gunfighting skills. Cause you're in there in the dungeon, just gunfighting, yeah. you know, yep. all day long, which is definitely fundamental. And then the, the hardest part is really the team aspect, you know, getting everybody together to be on the same page with yeah. the same common vision. That well, That's where, yeah. And preparing for a layout, you know? Yeah, you're, totally. You're right. to Las Vegas, you know, you're a divisional team from the East Coast and you haven't had a chance to play outdoors on a full-size field mm-hmm. on the layout for weeks, you know? Right. That's tough for sure. That's it's tough. It's really I, tough. I'm and- only really familiar with it because of the teams that I've coached from over there, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they've broken down to me. I'm like, damn, I never even realized how lucky we are i mean we get to mm-hmm. play 365 days a year pretty much you know uh might get a little bit of rain a little a little wet maybe a little hot sometimes <laughs> in, in arizona you just have to start at 5 a.m that's <laughs> yeah the there you go <laughs> i mean the biggest thing too in indoors is the communication is not the same because of the echoes and it's, it's hard yeah. to hear each other yeah. and the guns yeah. the guns are louder and whatnot so yeah, yeah. that too now yeah, dude. paintball Paintball, sorry, Ty, real quick though. Paintball could be done indoors if you had one of those massive like steel structure uh, places mm-hmm. without the beams and it was, mm-hmm. it would just cost a lot of money, but then it would eliminate a lot of that echo, the noise issues, the lighting yep. issues, you know? Um, it's just no indoor field has done that yet. 
Anthony um, with Boston Paintball has done a great job. That's probably one of the best. Yeah, he's I've probably ever got to. the best indoor that I've ever been to. I, I've, I've been to absolutely. some out of the country, in the uh, country. I've been all around. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's got the best one by far. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's clean. You know, that's something you don't get when you go to indoor fields mm-hmm. often is it, yep. uh, cleanliness. You know, it's like really grimy. The the, the turf is just filled with muck. Um, his, his field is really nice, but it's still, it's, it's not a regulation field, right? right. You can't get right. a legitimate professional team practice there on the weekends. You could go have fun, you know, and that's what I, what I think his, his goal with that facility is in the first place. But, you know, for those teams, um, on the East coast, I'm sure if like, if someone were to open a massive indoor facility that mm-hmm. could, uh, host like real practices on a layout, it'd yeah. probably do very well. Once upon a time, Matt's Outback did have a, uh, a huge bubble dome, which was pretty oh, wow. awesome. No way. Uh, but uh, he got shut down. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's so funny. He's constantly <laughs> building stuff there that's like, I'm like, that definitely doesn't have, that's not up to code at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that had to come down, but. Damn. That's yeah, funny. What did he do? Time, what did he do there? It was there was this big bubble dome, and I mean, he had heaters in there and everything, and it was just what it was, was normal. What was the material of the dome? It was like this, like thick rubber, like oh, uh, no thick way. rubber, like, like like uh, I don't know. Well, you guys are from Cali, but you know, I've like seen what they put over like pools in the winter and yeah. stuff, and and yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was that. sick. I but. think the <laughs> I think the Russians have a really great indoor system. Like the videos I see of their yeah, facility right. inside looks amazing. They don't have any mm-hmm. of the poles. I think it's what right. it's one of those huge like it looks almost like a padded. Yeah, dump. it's not a That's full size exactly field though. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they no. have if you you see it's always like half field. You know they don't they don't right, have right. enough room for. But it, that is like the that's. You just make that a little bigger, and that's it. That's the yeah. yeah. That's the Tom had a full size field, but that's tight. Had to take it down. Tom is the man, dude. He what a, what a cool dude. He's what a something cool else. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Matt's yeah. out back over there. So, Billy, is X Factor the longest that you've played for an organization, or what's the what team yep. have you been with for the longest? X Factor. There we go, dude. Yeah. Um, what an experience that's been, huh? What a, what a great camp you got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of walk of me through, dude. Hands down, top, top five, top five, top five. You guys are, you know, top mm-hmm. top of the game. Uh, you guys have heart. You got passion. You got family. You got all the ingredients that yeah. go into top level team. And me and Mark, we talk about you guys all the time. We love mm-hmm. X Factor, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's only a couple teams that I have um, that type of respect for. And your guys' yeah. organization is definitely one of them. Appreciate I want to know. Um, so lead us into your journey into X factor and, uh, kind of how you mm-hmm. ended up there. Um, so I was with avalanche at the time and I wasn't playing X ball. I don't think I can't, I can't really remember. It was so long ago. I think avalanche was about to create a, uh, an X ball team. And cause they were already a seven man team and Archie had texted me and said, Hey, you know, like, what are you doing next season? And Archie and I had a relationship because we actually played on dynasty. On dynasty. Right? Exactly. And, I was going to say that, that's how yeah. that, yeah. So, I mean, that's how I met Archie. Well, I always knew Archie, but obviously like we became right. closer playing on the same team and we played the same side. And yeah. um, so he had texted me and said, Hey man, like, Alex is doing these tryouts and, you know, I mentioned your name. He's like, I know you'll make it. And he's like, Alex wants to 
buy you a ticket out here and just come show us what you got. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, fuck it. Let's do dude, it. Alex, so actually Alex is the man, dude. Oh, Alex is the man. <laughs> I mean, like he's like family now. Like, I you know. know, for me, like shout out to so, the barbecue. Right, we'll talk about that more. Yeah. Shout well, out to the barbecue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the barbecue. There you go. <laughs> it, it is funny. Cause like when you first went to the team, sorry, we'll jump right back into what you're saying. But when you first went to X factor, yeah. it was like, you were definitely like the, the odd, odd man out, you know, in for oh, yeah, England, right. But now like you don't say X factor without Billy Bernaccia, you know, you right, really yeah. don't honestly, you, you're, I, I'm sure majority of the listeners have no idea that you ever played for another team, which is know? crazy yeah. because crazy. because there's so many teams that he's played for that you can say that about like, yeah. like Doc's Raiders, you know, another mm. team, when you said Doc's Raiders, you thought Billy Bernaccia, you mm. know, um, and the hurricanes, when you said hurricanes, hurricanes, that Billy, Billy sunny. You know? mm-hmm. So uh, you've, you've, yeah, dude, you've always, you've always been a, a front runner for the, the teams that you go on to. And I know I kind of jumped ahead into X factor. Um, I do want to dip back here in a second and talk about the dynasty and, uh, mm-hmm. and that whole experience okay. as well, but we'll keep you going where you're at with meeting Archie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, Archie hit me up and said, you know, Al wants to fly you in. Show us what you got. He's like, I think you make team. We're going all in this year. We, they had just uh, hired Ryan Brand as, as coach. So we kind of came at the same time and I went out there and Eclipse actually filmed the whole thing. Um, There's, if you look it up there, it's called the roster and there is a, yeah, uh, Yeah, there was a big tryout at X Factor Paintball Park. We so it's on YouTube? Model. Yeah, yeah. Called The Roster? Definitely check it out, yep. Nice. And, I mean, we went through series of drills, and there was other pro players there as well. And, you know, there was a lot of kids there. And yeah, I I just went there to show them what I could do. That was it. You know, I didn't have a big head or, you know, think I deserved anything or, you know, mm-hmm. wanted anything before I, I had earned it. So, mm-hmm. I went out there, I did all their, you know, snap shooting drills, running and shooting drills. And I fucking, you know, I yeah. dominated all of them. And then yeah. they did a big one-on-one you tournament. You were practicing at the there. indoor field every weekend. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big, uh, big one-on-one tournament. I won that. And Dude, then, there we uh, go. you know, the, the second day is when Alex started having the X Factor guys play and he mixed us all in with the team to see, you know, how we meshed in. And I mean, it was just a perfect fit. So what year did you join? Uh, that was 2012. Nice. I'm actually, I'm throwing a one-on-one tournament out here in Arizona, December 20th. Get your butts out here. And play oh, hell yeah. Tournament. You can find it on my Facebook. Um, so yeah, go. dude, um, that's crazy that uh, that has been your family now for, let's see, you know eight years yeah seven it's eight nine nine years next year yeah dude wow. amazing crazy a long time that f- time flies dude yeah that's totally. so crazy we've been in the game for so long yeah <laughs> Damn, it's so years. long we're so old <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when man. did you you know you, it's you, funny because no sorry. go go ahead go ahead billy <laughs> Yeah, no, it's funny because that was the year that X Factor first decided it was it was like this big thing that they were bringing in a non Texan. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought me in, and then the, the other big move was they brought in Ryan as the coach. So yeah, everything kind of fell into place. And I remember talking to Ryan, and I was going through a lot of like life changes too during that time, as far as like starting a career and you know finishing school, and it was kind of hard for me to 
commit yeah. to flying to Texas so much, but I, I knew, you know, after talking to Alex and talking to Ryan, I knew what they were building and I knew I wanted to be a part of it. So I definitely mm-hmm. had to miss some practices in the beginning, but I, I knew I wanted to be a part of it. So I did everything I could to, to stay on top with, with this team. And, you know, yeah. I remember Ryan asking me, you know, like, Hey, do you want to win a pro tournament? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, and he's like, well, we're <laughs> going to win pro tournaments, you know, cause I hadn't won a tournament until, uh, until I went to X Factor. And oh, you're in the finals, the next... in the finals a couple of times. Yeah. I was in the finals a ton of times, but yeah. never <laughs> sealed the deal in a, in a, in a professional win. So yeah. the, the, the second year I was on the team, we won two events. Actually, we won DC seven man, and then we won the world cup in 2013. Yeah. Damn dude. Everybody go epic event. Yeah, that was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, man, was that was painful history right there. And yeah. such a big moment, right? That was insane. Huge moment. Yeah. Um, everybody go and watch uh, The Best Kids in Texas on Amazon. Yes. And yes. support that movie, All About X Factor. It's on Amazon and also... It's on Amazon Prime and iTunes. That's and, right. Um, we're pushing hard to hopefully get it to Netflix one day. Dude, that's right. Be- epic yeah, yeah that's, so that's, that's epic the goal we've been pushing it on on a, a lot of that's the shows awesome. like appreciate that yeah absolutely yeah. It i mean dan napoli cup of coffee awesome, yeah yeah you know napoli did an awesome job with the film um and actually going back to what marcella was saying before about the push music if yeah. you watch bki films there's actually it feels like a, like parts of a push video that yes, he recreated sure. Yeah. in that yeah. film and you know it's it's just an awesome paintball video it's not uh-huh. even you know an x-factor video it's a paintball video it shows how paintball evolved in texas and yeah. how x-factor became this competitive professional team and just shows the evolution of of how they became a top team in the world yeah and i mean if you guys haven't seen it please go check it out amazon yes. prime best kids in texas it's awesome it's i think it might be it might, I don't even know. I don't even know if you have to pay for it anymore. No um, way. I think it might be. Yeah. I think it might be if free now. Amazon but Amazon Prime, it, you could download yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's, huge. It's downloadable now. Everybody yeah. get over to Amazon so, Prime if you got it and watch that yeah. video. Please, please go please. support us. Yes. And even if you have to pay a couple and dollars. Meaning paintball. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's the paintball <laughs> family, dude. And like legitimately it costs as much as you would pay for a cup of coffee or, or like, uh, a bagel or something you know like yeah. buy the bagel totally. support painful <laughs> and yeah i don't care what team or who it is that gets noticed first if one yeah. of our like brothers mm-hmm. or sisters in the paintball world for some reason yes. brings a lot of attention to our sport i'm Please. about it let's let's do that 100 <laughs> it's good for all of us. everybody yeah. exactly it's good for everyone i mean totally. i don't know who brought transfuse i know you guys are big supporters of them but yeah. i mean i'm benefiting from it because i get to yeah. drink the stuff and yeah, it's awesome yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you know there you go. hey that's a that's right there that's an endorsement my friend <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout that's out the, yeah. Transfuse. let's yeah, go great see actually, we're not yeah we're not bullshitting (laughs) yeah yeah we're not not bullshitting yeah it's really good (laughs) steven the owner used to play paintball so that's that's how he got into it he decided to come back in and i think he said uh he was just on he was on our last show i think he said that he had had known ronnie and lj they're kind of the first people he jumped on you know got on board and um i mean transfusers are just taking over the the paintball scene but they have a good product you know they have a really good product yeah Dude, it's so funny. I met him in World Cup last year 
And I, I saw the packet and I was like, oh, great. Another packet, you know, like one of those things. <laughs> and then, <Okay>. then, <laughs> then I like did my research. I was like, whoa, this is great. Cause me, me and Marcella talk about all the time. We take these things like in pill form and it was like, you get it all in the packet. Plus with COVID going on, it's like a huge immunity boost. It's just been the best uh, deal ever to yeah. sign. Like, you know, have them supporting you is like, what? Yeah, of course. I need you. This is mm-hmm. the best thing ever. <laughs> Absolutely. It's amazing. So, so Billy, I do want to jump back into you getting on. So sorry to the, to the listeners. We're going to regress just a little bit back to your dynasty time, because obviously, you know, yeah. dynasty is yeah. very close to, to tie on myself. And that was, uh, <laughs> that's true. Those were interesting times for dynasty. I, I feel like it was 2011. I could be off. I'll let you tell the story, but yeah. How did it come about for you to go play you know, dynasty and how's your time with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I have I have it written down somewhere. I don't have it on me, but like because I've done so much and played for so many teams, and I've yeah. I've kind of like made a little like uh, you know book on how, how you know where I started and what years I played for certain teams. But I think wow. you're right, though. I think it was um, 2010, 2011 ish, mm-hmm. um, and I remember it's funny. I, I remember it like. I was at my aunt's birthday party and Eric Crandall called me and he's like, Hey man, man. like, you know, the guys and I were talking and this, this was when I had, I had joined vicious and that was a nightmare and it it should (laughs) have never happened. It wasn't a good fit. And you know, those guys, you know, no disrespect to them or anything. They're their own guys and they had a very successful little uh, career for, you know, whatever, how many, many times. Yeah, played, but um, <laughs> regardless, I kind of got bad rep with them, and and I was kind of teamless for a little bit, and mm. and uh, I remember Crandall called me, and he's like, hey, you know, like we uh, we talked at practice, and we definitely want to pick up a snake player, and um, you know, what are your thoughts? And I'm like, yeah, please me, saving yeah. grace, please. yeah, I'm in, man. <laughs> and uh, and he said he's like, actually, he's like. Um, he's like, Brad was the one who really talked you up because I actually spent some time with Brad in Venezuela because he was working no for Eclipse. And I uh, I played a tournament down there and he came down and filmed and we got to know each other. And, awesome. you know, Brad kind of just talked me up. He's like, hey, dude, Billy's a, you know, awesome player and I think he'd fit in well. And, you know, I, I, I think he's worth a shot. I'll vouch for him. And then Eric gave me the call and I uh, we went I went out to a practice and, you know, it worked out. It was a good fit. There, there's a very valuable lesson right there. And Tyler and I talk about it all the time, but it's, it's the players that build relationships with people or the ones that get mm-hmm. rewarded. And that's just how life goes, right? Like you have to build relationships with people, not for an ulterior motive. One, it's in your best interest to build good relationships with people. You want to in life, friends in life, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. What I mean? but that's how opportunities <laughs> present themselves, you know? And if you do the work and an opportunity presents itself, you're going to be ready for it, you know, mm-hmm. but you going out there, going out to Venezuela, putting yourself out there is for paintball, right? It was for a paintball tournament yep. down in Venezuela, yep. you know, so yep. you're, you, you're putting yourself out there trying to get international. We talk about it all the time. Players should be doing whatever they can to go and travel and play internationally. I think it helps you grow as a player because you have yeah. to lead a team. You have to be the person to mm-hmm. go win games, to win plans, to do all of this stuff. And then you get to build some relationships like this. If you didn't do that, you maybe never got that call from Dynasty. And who knows what path, what your path would have looked like after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Beaster's the man. Yeah. What a great guy. He is the yeah. man. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it was 
it was a dark time because, um, you know, Vicious was kind of making me look like a bad guy because it didn't work out with them. And, uh, of course, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, Vicious. just cause I'm not gonna, just cause I'm not gonna run around and pick up dollar bills that this freaking weird lady's throwing on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds interesting. I like yeah. this. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> so they had you working, uh, huh? They, so, no, no, no. So, so they were kind of like, like they wanted the you to be a stripper. Team, Car- yeah, there you go. Is that what no, I, is Karen that and uh, Karen and uh, I don't even remember the guy's name. Carl, maybe Carl. They were the, like the parents of the team, and you know they had a lot of money, and they liked to flaunt it. And yeah, you know she they'd give kids lunch money, and then she would walk around and like start throwing money, and all the kids would run around and chase her and pick them Whoa. up. And, you know, like it was like a no fun, way. it was That's... funny but it was like i'm like 20 yeah. something at the time like these kids are younger i'm like i don't i don't yeah. do this yeah. and uh <laughs> it's funny because pat roberts was on the team with me too and and we kind of both were like what what the hell is this shit like we're, Dude, we're I'll, good. <laughs> I'll be the first so i'm diving i'm getting in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know either way we're uh, gonna, i'm it joking it was a bad it was a bad fit yeah well hey dude how cool is that that crandall called you and that you were able to go learn everything you know from alex frazy on dynasty i mean he's taught every uh snake player in the world how to play (laughs) he was my roommate too (laughs) you're in you are another one so only all the good snake he's only taught all the good snake players and that's right he hasn't taught any of the other ones that's right okay that makes sense yeah Yeah, it's funny because it was me you had me and chad Chad at that time yeah crazy wow that's insane so talk to me about that like what was that like playing on dynasty at that time um what was the energy like what was the morale like what was dynasty like at that time because i came on the team in 2000 yeah so after that it's hard to hard to remember i mean it was cool you know learning from ryan and yosh and alex obviously Mm -hmm. and uh davy was on the team and you know those are guys i looked up to when i was young so just getting the opportunity to play on the same team as them was you know awesome for me and Mm -hmm. i think there was one event without a coach and then the next event hinman came aboard and Mm. was coaching for us and i played for aftermath also so i knew mike already and i had already been you know, part of his organization. So he knew me as a player and, um, dude, I mean, we're we all, had a really uh, good team. Yeah. We're all aftermath alumni here right That's now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so Crazy. it's, uh, Not the top players you know. in the league are. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, your, your teammate, Rainey, man, Rainey, yeah. that dude played so good. Yeah. He uh, yeah I, he I mean, he's yeah. the last couple of years. He's, he's really reached another level in my opinion, but yeah, damn, he played good at cup dude my god yeah he uh he crushed it for sure um and it's funny because uh before the tournament i remember rainy and i were driving to the field and we're kind of talking and we're like man like this is a good field for you like you're gonna be the mvp of this field i could see it (laughs) yeah so yeah i heard him i can snatch it from him but it was close he was calling for a recount i heard him he said recount (laughs) i i I want a recount too i I think that was uh Uh, it was a good old-fashioned heist job huh (laughs) (laughs) hey i wouldn't put uh, it past him dude you know know. baby i love it and so yeah you were on dynasty uh you had 
Dude, Davey Williamson, he won tournaments with excessive. He's a legendary mm-hmm. player as well. Who else was on the team? Uh, obviously, the Chad OG. George. Yeah. Um, Devin Odell was on the team. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. And um, Devin's. I can't even remember. Yeah. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to. Yeah, Pacific I just Beach. remember. Oh, <laughs> we had. So we had two lines and my line was me and Archie on the snake side. Um, yeah. Not a hundred percent who else was on the line because mm-hmm. it was so long ago, but um, I definitely remember Chad and I used to like basically rotate, you know, we we're both the snake one guys. So interesting. Um, now you yeah, guys go heads up against each other. Yeah, every right? tournament. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a great experience. I'm really glad I had the opportunity to do it. Um, sure. It's sure. it's a small group of people so, that do what you do, Billy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and to do it at the level that you've been able to do it at, uh, what would you say has helped you attain that level of success? Are you talking about um, snake, snake side? side yeah, yeah, snake side. A, a snake attacker yeah. is definitely like the the most difficult position to uh, find a player that can play it well, right? And yeah. can go deep in terms because you you have to do so many different things well. You have to have so much experience in that spot. You look at all the top snake players in the league, you guys, you've been playing a long time, you know, yeah. so you know when to pull mm-hmm. it back. Whereas, you know, in the early parts of your career, Billy, you were you didn't have that second gear and that was always your flaw, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I, man, I, I don't even want to put a date on it. Maybe five years ago is when you really fixed it, you know, and you started to take in all of these other speeds and then, what was it, two years ago, or last year, 19, you were the MVP in Chicago. You know, mm-hmm. like you've, you've become a player that can play all types of the game. But that takes so many years to master. And as a snake player, I feel like it's the hardest position to master that in because it's such a dive in, crawl the way down, and shoot as many people and get right. off the field as possible. But it's so crucial when you don't slow down, you know, when you need to. Yeah. Again, like you say from from the start, it's it's all about experience. And being able to work with a coach like Ryan and, you know, all my teammates, you know, kind of giving me the advice that I need to go out there and be successful. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's, it's what helps me. And, um, you know, the field layouts have been so different, um, the past few years that, mm-hmm. yeah, they have, it's not a rocket snake where you just run, dive, crawl down, shoot a couple guys and then mm-hmm. get shot. And then walk That's off. Right. it's, it's really a methodical, snake side and for some cases sometimes you're not even playing a snake you know yeah, you're not crawling right. down you're you're in big structures or what you know big bunkers and yeah. you know so ultimately i had you know you just got to adapt adjust and and just yeah. uh you know handle it but well that's really you know, interesting I mean, that you talk about that because <clears throat> someone who hasn't been playing as long as we have wouldn't even begin to understand what right. snake snake side used to be you know or <laughs> right. or the yep. the way it was before this past few years because the game has been changed with the way that these fields are being designed um they're changing the way that the game mm-hmm. is played uh it's much more methodical it's not as much of a crash and bash them zipper side go like you yep. said war of attrition where you just send the guy he bunkers him then he bunkers him and then yeah you know it's it's much <clears throat> more thought out and there's uh, a much more precise way of applying pressure and pulling it back mm-hmm. and and making the flow happen you know that the game naturally pro- provides but these new fields with all the huge bunkers like you said you you typically are at a car wash on the snake side you know or <laughs> or you have a couple yeah. car washes what we used to call car washes you know 10 years ago they're still out yeah. here 
There are these yep, big yep. huge bunkers, and now they're everywhere. There's more of them on the field than there ever has been, and it's changed the way mm-hmm. that we play paintball, straight up. Yeah. You know, it, I gotta Absolutely. say, I, I gotta kind of push back on that a little bit because, in a way, I actually think that it's taken some of the methodical. Um, strategy out of it you know because Mm -hmm. there are so many bunkers we talk about all the time ty like i i wish they would remove two of the four big bunkers each event you don't know which ones they're going to be you know Mm -hmm. sorry two of the six two of the six big bunkers that's right you know just to kind of open it up a little bit because that's why you see these teams that are that come into the league they're very inexperienced but they put up a fight because they run everywhere and you you can't shoot them you know there's no like there's really small yeah you can't (laughs) shoot them all you know like so I don't know. In a way, yeah. I feel like there's been a little bit of the the mm-hmm. skill taken out of the game because you can kind of just close your eyes and get lucky. I mean, how do you think Ryan won MVP? Just closed his eyes and ran <laughs> through the center every time, you know? <laughs> Dude, and remember the W, the big W they would put in the middle of the field oh, too? That was – yeah. You know, it's like anybody could wall. run to the 50 and get to yeah, the wall. Exactly, and then, exactly, yeah. dude, exactly. Yeah. You know, I know what often, you're saying. They got often you would, often yeah. you, you would put your, like, least experienced player there, but they would be leading the stats, you yeah. know? And so they would be seen as the number one player in the event, but really they're not the best player on the field. You know, mm-hmm. they were the player that you would send into those spots to, you know, they, if they got, they would just get lucky. They shoot a person, they hear someone on the other side, they run around, bunker them, no one shoots them, and they, they shoot another person. Yeah. And it's no like, wonder yeah. I was always up there. I was wondering. You, know? <laughs> you yeah, were yeah. not always up there. You were there like twice, dude. I know. You're a Dorito uh, player. Yeah. No, they um, they uh, they see the the yellow chamois around the neck, and then you run around and bunk exactly. again. <laughs> I love it. Yes, Billy. Thank you. There we go. Dude, Billy's poking some fun out here. We love it. I did. Um, you know, maybe there have been teams that uh, that have that we've seen that maybe have chamois that they do things with, and and then players make certain moves. It's crazy, you know. Um, but it is. Uh, it's all. It's part of the game, I guess. I thought. I thought they were drinking transfuse and could see through the bunkers, but transfuse uh, <laughs> wasn't around back then. So yeah, it's definitely it's the chamois. Yeah. goggle class dude that's hilarious (laughs) so you were with uh dynasty for two seasons or one season just one season why'd you leave uh so they actually cut us all oh everybody they were flying Mm. in they cut me chad archie uh Devin, and they did a full cali roster for oliver back that year that was the year oliver came back okay so you played uh, that was 2010 you played with them then yeah okay yeah 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 and then um yeah, they went full California. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Marcelo, you, you were on the team in 2011, or is that no, wrong? No, yeah, I, I played you one played with one. them in 2012. End of 2012, it was the year that I was playing with Russian Legion. And, uh, they yeah, I remember that. Man. Bro, that's crazy. We were almost teammates. I came on the team I know. literally the next tournament. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I And that was a tough decision, too. Like, I had – I was – either going to go to dynasty. We just won that Vegas event Yeah, or the Ironman was making me a, a really nice deal to go there and, and kind of lead a team and get to handpick the players that, you know, we wanted to build the team around. We were going to bring mouse in, you know, it was kind of like uh, players that I had grown up with. So I was like, you know, mm-hmm. this is a fun challenge for me. I would like to go and, you know, I could go play with dynasty. These guys are, already, they've already done it all. They've already established everything that doesn't, you know, do much for me. So I wanted to take that challenge um yeah and go that route but yeah we could have been teammates from 
You know, I we know. already were teammates before <laughs> that, though. We were teammates in 2012. Yeah, that's right. Aftermath, aftermath. We were actually yeah. teammates in 2012 too on on that funny team explicit. That's right. Those guys were funny. <laughs> yeah, man, Dude, that was fun. <laughs> that was yeah, a great man. team. Yeah. <laughs> we had Lasoya on the team too. It was madness. <laughs> we had Lasoya on. I played with Lasoya on Aftermath. You, God, you wait, so, no, we didn't. So you won Jacksonville with them, right? I didn't play seven man with them. Oh, uh, okay. I actually okay. played against them. And, oh, uh, whoa. Oh, I yeah. Was on no, you're on the Hurricanes then. That's right. And That's we right. went into one-on-ones to go to the finals. And yeah. uh, I drew Lasoya and I beat him. And then um, I think, who else played? I think Bobby won his. Mm-hmm. And then I played, I beat Lasoya. And then it was Mouse. Mouse versus Mantoni for the for the the win. No way! Mouse won. Wow, yep. dude, crazy! Wow. Yeah, we ended up getting third that event, and they got the first place. Yeah, they yeah. beat us in the finals, the Ironman. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Dude, shout out to yep. Moose, baby Moose. He was on the Moose team there. <laughs> Moose, dude, Josh Minkowski, I love him. Oh yeah, him. he's in Florida. Um, so then after that, then uh, you joined up with X Factor and started yep. that journey. So how did the first year go getting on the team? What was that like? Um, A lot of people, you know, when I sent out this question on Instagram, um, ask, you know, what is your most memorable uh, win with X Factor? Um, We'll just Mm -hmm. start there. And then I have a couple more questions I want to get into as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely that World Cup win. You know, the second Mm -hmm. year I'm with the team. I mean, the first win I got with them was the DC Open. Um, but it wasn't like a, you know, it didn't feel like a big win. Right. World yeah. cup felt like the big win, you know? Yeah. So definitely, um, that world cup 2013 was um, DC your you know, first pro win DC. Yes. First okay. pro win with X factor. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, we had a, we had a, you know, a good team and we had Paul Richards, a part of our team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had coached me on the Raiders too. And, you know, he came and him and Ryan were coaching together and, you know, and he helped, yeah. you know, teach Ryan a lot of what Ryan is doing now. And I think, rest um, you know, He's the best. yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Paul Richards. Um, yeah. you know, he was the man, Yeah, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, just a very memorable event to win, um, for mm-hmm. those reasons alone. And, yeah. uh, yeah, that's definitely Timeless. the, Yeah timeless and, um, times dude but yeah you know honestly i um i said before i um had a lot going on as far as building my career and whatnot so mm-hmm. i did i i struggled a little bit when i first got on x factor in the on the x ball side um mm-hmm. i was i was still you know one of their top seven man players um because i was playing you know the snake side and the snake side was built for the you know the rocket down yeah you know get down, shoot everybody, shoot people in the back. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, X-Ball was shifting to the, uh, more methodical game. And that's where I kind of had to change my game a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, the first year I definitely struggled. And then the second year it started to come together and, you know, like that's when we won the world cup and then, yeah. you know, it's only gotten better as the years go on. Um, yeah. You know, the old, the older I get, it's just, uh, keeps coming together. <laughs> Fine wine, that. baby. That's it, dude. I was actually just uh, looking at this old post that I made like 11 years ago on Faceful for the magazine when they still had magazines and they did this yep. write-up and I was talking about it in that magazine 
about how difficult it was going from playing seven man style to playing X-Ball. And you were, you were constantly having to go back and forth between these two different styles of play that you had to yep. limbo and, you know, being really good at both of them. It was a difficult thing to juggle going back and forth between both of those two styles. Cause in seven man, it's obviously more bodies, a little bit slower, you know, the snake is different. Like you said, yeah, it's just yep. a different, whole different energy. And uh, it's kind of hard, a hard thing to juggle going back and forth between those. Yeah, I agree. And I definitely, you know, struggled my first year in the X-Ball side of things. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely more, you know, fast paced, but more methodical at the same time. And, yeah. you know, the game was changing right before our eyes. And, you know, if mm-hmm. you weren't, if you weren't adjusting to it, yeah, you probably don't play professional yeah. paintball anymore. You know, <laughs> we saw a lot of teams drop out and a lot of players from back in the day that just disappeared. <laughs> so true, dude. Mm-hmm. So true. What's it been like traveling from the East Coast to yeah. teams for so long? Um, I got uh, Alpha Roke ninety seven. Thank you to everybody who tuned in and is giving these questions for you know for Billy here. Mm-hmm. He's wondering what it's like traveling to play on teams all over the place, and uh, you know what that experience is like. It's probably kind of nice, you know. You get to you know see different areas, and yeah. then. You, you know, know? <laughs> it's not, it's not bad. You know, you get some, some you time and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. get to kind of just relax and not talk to anybody. But, um, <laughs> honestly, it's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah. you know, cause, uh, it sucks for me because Monday mornings is our, our meeting day. And, yeah. um, so I'm usually flying home on a Sunday night from Texas and, yeah. you know, literally getting home at two, three in the morning and yep. waking up at 6am to go to a meeting and, you know, I'm running on like three hours of sleep and, you yeah. know, it's just, again, if you want it, you got a grinder. Make it That's yeah. it. And it's yeah, it's, traveling is tough. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's draining, but especially, you know, traveling to be a part of X factor and, you know, yeah. being a part of the family over there, it makes it that much more worth it. It's not just mm-hmm. for paintball. It's about, you know, going and, being able to spend time with my brothers and, you know, yeah. the family over there. So it's, it's kind of like a home away from home now. Um, totally. So I know it, I, I feel yeah. the same way. Like I've had to right. travel for, for so long and thank God I found dynasty. Cause it, it's like mm-hmm. what you're talking about here. It's about finding that home, right? That, that right. place that you can really, you know, plant your feet and, and have a career and have a long stay with, um, you don't want to be the type of player that's bouncing around left, right, here, there, all over the place. You know, sure, for a couple seasons, I did that for a couple seasons, but I was trying to find my home. Yeah, I was, exactly. I, I, I was exactly. searching for my home. It wasn't like I was just bouncing around to bounce around. I was like, okay, I'm going to find this thing, you know? And and I, it's weird because I always knew where my home was. It's just, dude, I had to. Me too. You know? <laughs> yeah, me too. That's so I funny, like dude. Me yeah. too. I love I how you no put idea. that. I, I <laughs> who the hell knew I'd be hanging out with these uh, good old Texas Texans, boys. yeah, <laughs> eating barbecue. I've never thought practice. I'd be saying the word y'all in my life. Yep. <laughs> Look at you now, boy. Y'all yeah, better I, listen up. <laughs> I don't think you can wear a Lacoste headband and say y'all. I don't think that. I don't think that works. <laughs> totally, totally joking. I do not say the word y'all. I give them shit about it all the time. Oh, uh, you you slip up every now uh, and come again. Come on now. Yeah, you give it a good y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great while. 
<laughs> it's, uh, but that's what it's all about, dude. It's about the family. It's about the mm-hmm. community. It's about the people that you get to share your time with. You know, we're, we, our days are numbered here. You know what I mean? You, you only mm-hmm. got so much time in this, this life. And the best thing that you could possibly do is surround yourself with great people that you can enjoy your experience with. And uh, I know that was what it was for me. And it's probably totally. all of us sitting here is finding that, that place you can call home. And once you find it, then you really start playing good because Absolutely. you get to really fulfill um, your full self and people are there to support you along that journey. And it just brings about so much gold, you know, in that process. Yep. So, it's because you're, you're ultimately playing for each other. And, yeah. You know, you're playing for your brothers. I mean, like uh, yep. Alex Martinez is, is such a great guy and mentor to all of us. And, I want to win for him because I know what mm. he's investing in it. I know what he, what's what, how much time out of his personal life he's taking to mm-hmm. give us the opportunity to do our dream. And, mm. you know, I want to win for him, you mm. know? I love that, dude. It's all about the why, right? Like, why are mm-hmm. you doing this? You know, and your why has to be important. It has to really mean something to you because if you don't know why you're doing it, you're, you're going to fizzle out you're going to fade. You're not going to have the passion. You're not going to have the drive. You're not going to be able to go those extra rounds. And um, that's so important. And dude, what a, what an organization you guys have. Every time we go out to X factors field, play out there, (laughs) um, huge shout out to Texas paintball in general. It's just so much fun. There's a twang in the air, you know, there's barbecue (laughs) grilling. It's Texas just, paintball is the new California go. paintball, to be completely honest. I, I love that yeah. Fran is Fran is doing his best to bring back Southern California paintball. But um, yep. you know, Southern California used to be the Mecca. And now, honestly, when when younger players ask me where they should go if they want to get noticed or get better at paintball, I don't say California anymore. I say Texas. You know, you have yeah. uh, the paintball fit program with a bunch of teams there. You have obviously your guys' field. Um, X Factor Paintball is is one of the best fields that you can be at actually one of our one of these one of the kids that i have been working with for a really long time has been playing with you guys his name's trent nita you know what i'm talking yep. about billy absolutely what, what do you think of young trent trent's a beast man he's he, a beast. uh I, I haven't actually played with him yet um i've heard that he's been playing you know he practices with the team on off weekends and he's been playing really well and i've seen him play a couple times out there and I know he guessed with the Hurricanes at World Cup. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've heard nothing but good things. And I've, you know, I've seen a lot of talent. And um, I know he's got the drive. And he, I know I know what he knows what he wants to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he just has to keep, you know, his- I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. So we'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Just has to keep his mind right. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's like that's such it. a big that's thing and- with, with kids, you know, coming up through the game. One, it's staying focused, not letting distractions get in the way. And two, mm-hmm. being able to keep your emotions in check, which is really hard. But it's like Trent's a really fiery player, so he kind of loses right. it sometimes. But that's also like I want that in a player, you know, right. because I, I want that, but I want to be able to mold it into something that isn't detrimental, you know. But you want a player that has like the <laughs> Look, fire, yeah. You know, if you're not an intense person, you're in the wrong sport. Exactly, for I mean. sure, dude, for sure. But yeah, yeah look at all of us. To, <laughs> yeah. We're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, it's hard to manage that though when you're when you're younger, it and, is, and yeah. then Trent's Trent's yeah. still a young younger guy that is totally. kind of you know learning his ways. So absolutely, yeah. Texas oh, paintball is huge right now, and California I feel mm-hmm. like still does have some good pockets. Um, you know, yes. NorCal yes. has uh, Capital Edge and Extreme Paintball, and Southern California does have 
you know, several different fields that are doing great stuff. But, but I agree with you, Marcelo, it has transitioned, yeah. um, to where, you know, it Texas is, is like popping, a, dude. it's booming. It's yeah. booming in Texas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Ever, ever since Billy went there. That's, that's right, right dude. That's, <laughs> that's it. Just it, it a little East Coast flavor to spice <laughs> it up a little. Yeah, man. So they, they must give you shit, I'm sure, right? Being the East Coaster on the team. It's probably fun. Good fun. It's just like anything. Your brothers, yeah. you know, everyone's that's always uh, bagging on each other and having fun. But that's what it's all about. Absolutely. It's all fun for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Who, who do you think you've learned the most from on the team? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question, honestly. Honestly, everybody. I mean, I feel like I've gotten a little bit out of everybody, but honestly, I think Ryan has taught me a ton. Archie, of course, has ta- taught me a ton. And I'd yeah. probably say, you know, Rainey being a part of the team recently, Rainey's mm. kind of opened my eyes to some other things that, you know, I was unaware of and whatnot. So, yeah, I'd Rainey's say between a wizard, three, dude. That yeah, dude has been the in the three game. Of those guys, yeah, definitely to definitely help my game the most. So what kind of things does Rainey talk about? Because like Marcel said, he's a damn wizard, bro. This guy is something. <laughs> he's like, I uh, mean, we 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 like to talk about gambling. I mean, there because, we go. Yeah, you know, when when me and Rainey are sitting in a hotel room, I mean, it's only a matter of time before we start going by scratch scratchers. And, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I see your guys' uh, Instagrams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we stayed in Vegas uh, after the first event for like a couple extra days. And I mean, we just walked around and gambled all day. Love so, it. I mean, well, I was in New York, I was in uh, Connecticut coaching at the OPS last year. And yeah. uh, you sent me a text. You're like, yeah. oh, meet me at the Mohegan Sun. <laughs> gamble. I was like, it's like That's 10 right. o'clock at night. I got to coach next morning. I'm like, You're crazy. Yeah. I love no, that. Me and, uh, yeah. Me and Randy definitely have a special gambling relationship. <laughs> Nice. And you guys have actually cashed out on a couple of those scratchers. I've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we don't see. We don't, we don't see. play to lose. We yeah. play to win. And you also don't <laughs> post the ones that you do lose. <laughs> That's true too. Because <laughs> I play scratchers too, and I do pretty well. But I, I know how they go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know how yeah. they go. You're typically down a little bit every time. <laughs> there you go. The yeah. scratchers, man. It's yeah. scratcher life. It's man. a good one. Billy, I, we've kind of been all over the place a little bit, but this has been really fun. I, I do want to dive yeah. into, again, like your career for me is one of the ones that are at, very admirable because, again, you just mm-hmm. you did it the hard way. Nothing was really handed to you. You had to make hard decisions to put yourself yeah. in the right position. Um, and I remember, again, coming up, playing against you in like 2006, 7, 8 as a young kid, watching you know your evolution. I've We've, we've all been around each other for so long and to mm-hmm. see you finally culminate everything into the type. I mean, you're one of the most elite attackers in the league. You know, nobody will, will deny that um, all the way up until the event last year where you guys win Chicago and you're the MVP. I think that's the first MVP you've had, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it, we, it, we won a- since they started doing the MVPs. We've only won, we won sure. the two events and, uh, the first one was Archie and the second one was me. That's yeah, yeah. that's kind of funny too, actually, because there's tons of other MVPs, but since they've like right. they keep restructuring how they do these MVPs, so it's a weird conversation to have. I, I want they need to sort that out. I, I agree. Because you know, it's it's not uh all, all the whole story is not there right now, right? It's kind of this this new story. But mm-hmm. makes sense. In, yeah. in any case, you you had like emerged as the number one guy, you know, which it, it had been a long time coming, you know, like, it's not like you had just came on the scene. You've been mm-hmm. working your butt off 
for, for that. And it's a team sport first and foremost, right? We all know this, but you have to go out there and give your best and play your best for your team. And you did that in that event, in those wins. I mean, you even, you played lights out in Philly too, you know? Um, so just talk me through like the, what it was that in your opinion, finally clicked to where you had become the type of player where all teams have to fear, because look, when we play, you know, I'll be honest with you world cup, you were the first guy we were trying to shoot off the break. You know, that was, that was it. We we're like, let's, mm-hmm. let's shoot Billy. You know, that was yep. part of the game plan. And, and I know we're not the only team. So how have you put yourself? Yeah. In position? What has clicked? I think um, for me, definitely is being able to be a front player and still be able to communicate the way a back player communicates. And I think that's what separates me from, you know, good snake players and and being a great snake player is that I can kind of, I feel like my communication, you know, because of my teammates, of course, is, has, has been at an elite level, you know, the past couple of years. And, that's really what it's all about. You know, making your bunker is one thing, being able to snap shoot is another thing. Yeah. Being able to communicate and to, you know, shoot two guys, tell you, let your team know, and then, you know, trade out with a guy Mm -hmm. is, is what is really going to separate you from, from being good and being great. Well, you're right. And there's a, there's kind of a misconception that only the back players are quarterbacks, right? Right. That, that that a quarterback is in the backfield. No, you need to be a quarterback. All of us 100%. need to be Every player on the field needs to be a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everyone should think be, about it. You know? The front guys can see more of the field when you're totally. up there, and totally. you can kind of control where you need your support and whatnot. Yep. And you know, and granted, like we do a good uh, job as a team to create mm-hmm. different codes that are essentially audibles and giving our team information by just, you know, saying one word rather than blurting out a whole sentence. Of um, course. You know, so and all the best teams <clears throat> do that, you know, right. Right. It's, it's awareness. That's what it comes down to is awareness. And, and like you said, when you're in the front, you have the most awareness and also to couple that when you communicate, you're going to not get into a dumb gunfight and get shot out. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. save your life. Communication will save your life. Not only are you going to not get in that dumb gunfight and get shot out. Obviously there's times when you have to control an area and do that. And, and if that's your job, do that, but do your job, get to the spot and then put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like you said, communicate backwards, let them know what you're seeing, let them know yep. what's going on. And then they're going to give you information. You're going to be able to make great decisions off of that and That's close it. games out point blank. Absolutely, man. It's the little things that count. Mm-hmm. I, I love that you said that Billy, because again, you're always a great snake player, but yeah. to reach that elite level, it's the same thing Chad George went through, right? And same thing mouse went through 100%. and they both openly talk about it. You know, it's once they learned how to, slow down when they needed to and communicate those are that's like the biggest thing they say really change their game and turn them into i mean there's nothing more frustrating than a player that can get into almost any spot they want and then not give up their body you know as as like a two or a three or or someone on the other side of the field that's a nightmare to deal with you Mm -hmm. know like that is the worst thing to deal with in a front player and speaking of that as well as someone who has shot for you off the break for many many years you're (laughs) one of the hardest (laughs) players to shoot because you run so low yeah you've like kind of always done that do you have any like tips or tricks that you is there a way you train that 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. close close your eyes, pretend you're falling, and just <laughs> go go speed. That's what it looks like you're doing. So it makes sense, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like when I walk the fields too, and when I practice, I, I feel like it's a game of inches, just like any right. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know, one one step deeper, one step tighter, yes. makes a difference in yep. in uh, in you know running against a shooter, you know, like like yourself, if you're shooting a deeper lane and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. running a little bit of a tighter lane, it's, mm-hmm. you know, my odds just went up to make the bunker. You know, are you going to totally. shoot me? Who knows? Maybe, totally. but yeah. I like to just play by the odds. I like right. to do my job, you know, Gambling. with my coaches yeah. and, and scout, you know, how teams are shooting. And then yeah. I make my adjustments out there on the field. He's a gambling man, nice. you know, play gambling the odds, baby. All the dice. <laughs> That's it. You know? That's what, honestly it. Yeah. What game has the best odds in the casino, do you know? Oh, uh, I mean, I like Baccarat, but Craps is, is known Craps for the best, the best, best odds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Baccarat Black- is, uh, is another good one. Blackjack is my game. I, I win almost Blackjack's every time I sit game. down at the table, dude. It's crazy. I, I we just stopped in Vegas. I'm I went to visit my mom in Mesquite. Like oh, I'm that's right. Vegas. Awesome. Um, yeah. And you know, I like have won big a, a few times, but usually it's fifty bucks, hundred bucks. But you leave and you're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you sit down for an hour and like if you win just a little bit of money, it's sweet. You know, it's yeah. better than losing the money. That's for sure. It's like you're getting paid for entertainment. <laughs> oh yeah i do it for the thrill i don't do it to get rich <laughs> exactly exactly if you can leave even yeah, that's a win that's a major win if for you can sure. sit down for yeah. a little while and you leave even that's a win yeah so i don't know hey, i'm uh, one of those guys that i'm not leaving until i'm broke, broke rich. <laughs> i thought you just said you don't play to get rich dude what are you talking about I'm yeah but you're not gonna get me out of the casino with money on my pocket oh okay. yeah okay He's leaving with nothing. <laughs> is is Randy the same way? Or does he have discipline? Smarter. Yeah. Discipline. Randy's more disciplined. I'm yeah. I'm the wild card. But <laughs> I, I have stupid luck. I mean, if you talk to Randy, he'll he'll vouch for me. Yeah. Um yeah. That's I, awesome, just, I know how to pick him. I'd yeah, rather be it. lucky than good sometimes, you know. That's it. Yeah. There you go. For a reason. Dude, so to uh to hit back on your training, because I know you yep. obviously you train hard for paintball, right? I mean you you work yeah. out you no you give he it. doesn't so no? so I, he, I actually, he eats cannolis and pizza I actually um <laughs> so i i let rainy in on one of my secrets and that's why you saw him in the snake so much and the secret is dunkin donuts <laughs> and uh before practice you need to eat your your uh you need to carb up with your donuts and rainy was actually and, and I, i'm not even joking rainy was eating four donuts before practice you know i only do one sometimes two but rainy was doing four and I mean, you saw him in the snake at World Cup. I mean, he was fucking tearing it up. This Dunkin is so Donuts funny that you're talking. Is trash. America runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts what? coffee is trash. Oh no! You you Here have to order, you have go. to order the most. You have to order a special. It has to it has to be light roast. No, it has to be dark roast. I forget which one it is, but if you get one, it tastes like like trash water. Uh, you just pissed off a lot of East <laughs> I know. Coast. Yeah, I know. dude. I guarantee I know. Rob. I know. And, uh, you better watch no, it, Marcelo. Nope. Nope, Rob is a Starbucks man. Oh Rob boy. is a Starbucks, Starbucks man. man too. I'm, I, I'm an, yeah. I don't hate Starbucks. This is so funny, bro. Okay, because uh, <laughs> you actually got a question from Dragoons Paintball. About what's Dunkin your, Donuts. yeah, what's your Dunkin' Donuts order? Also, oh, yeah. not only what is your Dunkin' Donuts order, also when is X Factor gonna get that official hair product sponsor, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hair product. 
<laughs> they're letting you have it here. What's your DD order? Oh, man. DD order. Our, I mean, our breakfast changed. wrap is actually pretty bomb, I got to say. I usually I mean, do, before practice, I like to keep it light. I'll do like the bacon, egg, and cheese wake-up wrap. There we um, go. But a lot of times it would be like, you know, an everything bagel with cream cheese. Yeah. Um, definitely always got to add in hash browns. Oh, it's and, a staple. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes we're doing the vanilla frosted donuts. Sometimes we're doing the French curler. Um, you guys are usually serious. before before practice, I like to do the a French curler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, this so, is great. I, love I kid it. you not. I mean, we we do eat Dunkin' before paintball practice. It's Dude, it's what gets power. you through the day, man. America Hell runs. Yeah. I'm Duncan. American does <laughs> run on Duncan. I, I've heard that. Um, I've yeah. Heard that. yeah. So I, I do train though. I'm, I'm just playing sure. around. I do eat of Duncan course. a lot, but yeah. um, you know, I don't, I'm not a big post social media poster, so I don't, I'm not posting a ton, but I, I actually built a gym in my basement and um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of the Peloton classes. I really there like doing the spinning lately mm-hmm. and um, they have a lot of cool cardio classes and um, yeah. you know, I, just, I, I like to just keep in shape. I'm not trying to bulk up or anything. I like to stay right. totally. um, agile and keep my endurance up. So, Yeah, we talk about that a lot as well. Like, I'm not trying to have the – like, someday I want to have some yoked biceps, just monsters, pythons. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but right now as I'm playing uh, – You're going to wait until you're so old you got no more testosterone or what? <laughs> Dude, it's never running out for me, baby. It's never running out here. Um, BDE. Yeah, BDE. Let's go. Um, but, yeah, it's like – you know, would you agree that there's no way to really train for paintball? Like, like no, no matter what kind of weight training I, or endurance, if I'm not playing paintball, right. yeah, you're not you ready. just said it. When I do clinics, people ask me, what's the best, uh, train, what's the best workout for paintball? My answer is always the same playing paintball. Yeah. You're using right. different muscles, you're running, you're getting cardio in, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, that's just my opinion. Other people totally. you know, think differently, but no, um, you're right. A hundred percent. You can't argue that. Yeah. You look at mm-hmm. all sports, like uh, even in basketball, they say it constantly. There's a difference between mm-hmm. being in really good shape and being in game shape. You know, mm-hmm. they could be training and preparing right. for the season, but it takes a couple games for you to get in that game shape. However, yeah. the, the unfortunate thing with paintball is people can't play seven days a week. Most people can't, right? Yeah. It's, it's hard to mm-hmm. find access to fields uh, during the week. So people need to find something to do as a supplement. Um, you know, as far as training and, you know, uphill sprints, weighted burpees, full body movements, functional exercises, yep. those are the kind of things that you want to be doing to, yeah. to kind of keep those muscles activated, you know, body squats, some stuff yeah. like that. So dude, 100%, I mean, it's all about, yeah, all about keeping your cardio up and being able to, you know, make it through a full match is, is what is, is most important. Yeah. You know, if you're working out and bulking up too, too much, it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's great for, you know, life and, and for being healthy, beach. but it's not good for paintball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great for the beach, beach muscles. Totally. Yeah. I go. do exactly. tons of, uh, like jumping movements. I'm telling you like, yeah, the jumping's j- awesome too. Yep. Totally. Cause every, it's so explosive. Just the jumping movements. I feel like when I get to paintball and I've been doing a lot of those plyometric jumping movements, um, you know, really dialing in the legs, the legs is where it's at. You got to have mm-hmm. your legs on point. Yep. And then obviously your core, you got to do the core workouts and everything. I do a couple little bicep things to hold my gun and be feeling strong when I hold my gun. But really the main focus is the legs. You got to have your legs on point. That's where it's at. Yeah. So how do you run so damn low, Billy? What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? I think he really told us. 
Yeah. Uh, close your eyes and fall bro. towards Flexibility the glade. <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely. Close your eyes. Pretend yeah. like you're falling. And <laughs> I mean, that actually, no, flexibility honestly, is huge too with paintball. For sure. Yeah. Yoga. I, I want totally. to talk about what kind of stuff you do to mm-hmm. stay flexible. Cause I, I think that's one of the most important things. I totally agree, but mm-hmm. you, there is actually a golden nugget in close your eyes and fall towards the ground. Maybe not close your eyes, but yeah, maybe not close when you're your running eyes, to yeah. a bunker, if you're like falling towards the ground and you could have some sort of balance in that to where the timing 100%. of falling towards the ground, that is how you dive really low. You know, that's how, mm-hmm. that's how you make a spot. It truly is. I've never been yeah. the fastest person, but when I do run to spots, I typically make them, you know, whether mm-hmm. they're corners, whatever it is. And it, and me and Dalton and I were talking about this because Dalton, you know, he's not as fast as he once was, but you know, <laughs> he's like, I constantly make spots and it's, I won't even be running faster than somebody that isn't making that spot. It's just, I'm running differently, you know, yeah, right. there's so much truth to that. You know, when you slide in, are you like going pencil style, you know, into the bunker or are you maneuvering your body so that you're a, a thinner target, you know, and you're coming right. behind the bunker. Like it's all about having that paintball speed, you know? Yeah, I mean, totally. I think, uh, you know, Carl Markowski played with us a couple of years and he's freaking lightning fast and, it would get shot off the break a lot. I mean, it's not right. all about getting right. be, being the fastest guy. It's about, you know, like you said, being able to maneuver your body, being able to right. keep your balance and, you know, getting low. And I always look at, you know, there's it's every field different. Every bunker you're getting to is different. Some bunkers you want, it's all about being low and diving and some bunkers it's all about your speed. It, mm-hmm. It's getting through those. Through lanes, the first so. gap. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause on most, it, for for most of the time for a front player, you can't beat a paintball gun, you know, right. you just can't, but it's those interior gaps that there's these fields where you need to get through that gap. And your first couple steps, your first step makes all the difference of you getting through that gap and, and your mm-hmm. speed can beat the Absolutely. paintball at that moment, you know? Yeah. It's, for it's sure. timing and it's, it's awareness too. You got to watch the shooters. Like Billy was saying, see what kind of shots that they're throwing out. If they're throwing it mm-hmm. a little bit higher, you can make a different cut inside and low. If they're shooting a little bit lower, you run the tape line a little bit wider and it's going to give you better odds, you know, the gambling man. So it's just uh, being yeah. aware also of, of your opponent and reading that guy too, checking out what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah, dude, there's so many layers to this game. It's a, it's a multi-layered cake. If you're going to be the best uh, player out there, you got to really be doing the work and looking at all the details. 100%, man. 100%. Yeah. Billy, what I also really wanted to talk to you about, because it's something, you know, again, you, don't, you, you said yourself, you don't post much on social media, so a lot of people mm-hmm. might not know. I didn't know that you had been doing those Wednesday nights as long as you have been. I thought, yeah. I thought maybe you had just kind of started that. But that's, again, amazing, an amazing thing for the community. Um, you getting out to the BKI summer camp, I think it was last year you came out uh, mm-hmm. for one of the days, you know, and all, all these different things. How do you feel about teaching paintball? Is that something that you think you want to do after your career is over? You want to continue to do more of, are you trying to do more of that as you get older? What's your thoughts? On yeah, that? I definitely, um, I enjoy being around paintball. I enjoy being around people who are passionate about paintball and that want to get better. And I always look at it as when I'm, when I'm all said and done, like I want to, I want to leave behind a legacy and I want to see the guys that I trained playing in the pro league and hearing my name on the podium, thanking me for getting them there. You know, like that's what I want to see. And, um, you know, for, for myself, but you know, again, I, do I want to 
coach paintball when I'm done, maybe. Um, you know, I'm not a huge clinic guy. I used to be when uh, when I had more time. Um, but I'm really all about just like helping people and playing, you know, getting out yeah. to the field, playing with guys, giving them tips and advice during, you know, throughout the day. Um, that's really what our Wednesday nights are. They're not, it's not a clinic. It's, uh, you know, we call it practice with the pros. And, yeah. um, when Josh Pike was coming, he was the other pro and Dan Zaleski would come sometimes. Um, Nick Laval was coming at times. So that's so cool um, that you're doing that because it's genuinely from your heart. You're going out there for the love of the community of paintball and you're doing a great thing. You're giving back. There's no monetary attachment. You know, you're, you're, yep. you know, obviously it, doing this all have, out of the love of the game. Yeah. And, and we had such a good group this year because a lot of the times, you know, you get, you get the whiny guys at the field, but this yeah. year it was such a good group that, you know, some guys wanted to play with me and it's like, come on, yeah. you know, be on my team. Other guys, wanted to play against me they just wanted to shoot me you know and then other guys are just like you know after the day is over or whatever like hey man like what do you think about this this and that and i you know i'll mm -hmm. sit there and bullshit with them you know and talk to them yeah and then you know i would always do you know end the day off with either a raffle you know with you know some i had some of my sponsors you know pro dna did it jt did it would sponsor awesome. the night and uh we do like a raffle at the end of the night or i'd pick you know, the MVP of the night when there was, you know, just so many people there and, yeah. um, you know, it's just, just keeping everybody involved and keeping them come back and just, you know, yeah. I want to see, I, I know Connecticut paintball will never be Texas or California paintball, but I want to see it grow. And, you know, I want to see more pro teams come out of this area. Absolutely. Dude, it's, it's, uh, it's so amazing that you do that because there's not enough pro paintball players or paintball players in general going and shedding that good light on the game and just giving back. Like you said, someone asks you a question, you're not a dick about it. You, you genuinely help right. the person and you, you know, um, it, there wasn't always a time like that. Like back in the day you ask a pro and he's like, mm -hmm. I'll tell you yeah. how and kicks mm. you in the ass or something. Or, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's just, uh, it's nice to see um, so much going back into the game these days. Uh, and people will never forget that their whole life, you know. Um, they're going to carry those little nuggets of knowledge that you've been dropping on them. They're going to have that forever. And you'll be, you know, maybe someday he'll be on the podium and he'll be like, yo, Billy Bernaccio, thank you, brother. Oh, you know, yeah. that's what uh, it's and I would about. love I love that, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's cool because they all support me. They all, you know, wear my jerseys around and stuff. And, you know, yeah, love that. And, uh, you know. That's it's, what it's all about. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah, I'm actually uh, working with JT now. We'll give you a little spoiler alert. Uh, there we working go. with JT oh. now to do uh, some custom uh, Billy Bernaccia stuff. We're gonna do a uh, you know a specialized limited edition mask and um, and maybe some uh, some pants Very and jerseys. Nice. So. I mean, white frames on these masks or what? Uh, I can't. <laughs> I don't, I can't <laughs> give it away yet. But. <laughs> it's not gonna be white <laughs> okay yeah but, uh yeah Legends. no we got some we got some good ideas and i've been working with them so i'm, I'm really excited about it um that's you know, huge, still a little dude. ways away so yeah but nice. congrats on that It'd that's cool. awesome love that yeah thank you yeah dude it's all the uh you know the little accolades they they mean so much to us as a pro paintball player when you get your mm -hmm. own line you're like dude this is just like yeah. you just feel really good about the the opportunity to give back your own little style your own little zest of the game and people appreciate it. You know, there's people, mm -hmm. you can't even imagine how many people there are out there that support us and, uh, and follow us. So it's really cool that we're able to give those kinds of things back to the community. 
Yeah, it's awesome, man. I think what you guys are doing is great. And, you know, it's it's crazy because I know you guys just started this and, and it's already blowing up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been fun, man. You know, it's been fun. It's been easy. It's like uh, yeah. to be able to sit down and have these conversations with, yeah. with people, our peers and people that we've looked up to at one point or another, and maybe still do. And, you know, it's like, we're just having a fun time with it, you know? And so that's it. I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm more inspired. I'm around. more inspired than I've ever been just doing these. Like <laughs> yeah. I, every I like show it, is yeah. inspiring, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's cool. Getting all the grassroots on the whole industry pretty much over here. Like and it, the goal right. is to do everyone too. You know, we want again, divisional players, company owners, like it doesn't stop with just mm-hmm. the pros. It's just, you know, we, yeah. we did just start fairly recently. And so, you know, we're right. going through the list at first and being able to do stuff post event is, is really cool too. And I do want to talk to you a little bit about world cup. Cause I mean, dude, you guys didn't yeah. have Archie, you know, um, yep. a lot of people could say he's, he's your guy's best player and you know, rightfully so Archie's the man, truly one of the best players I've ever seen play the game. And, uh, you know, you guys still, I mean, dude, that game could have went either way. Right. Yeah, it, bro, it, in, in all seriousness, yeah, like you guys, in many ways, like uh, did Jesse core sample? Let's get that out in there. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. Like, what happened there? You know, not a lot of people know that, but Jesse did core sample off the break. Damn. Ooh, so um, he was just gunned down in the corner. Spent, yeah. He spent the whole point kind of just trying to force that dirt out of his barrel and he couldn't get it out. And, you know, he was using a freak barrel and uh, he didn't know to hold the insert in to shoot, you know? So it was, mm. he was oh, trying no. to shoot without it and it was just blowing hey, up paint. That's, so it was just, yeah. That's a valuable thing too. I actually have, have done a little, I think I did that video for our Patreons actually of PTG, mm-hmm. but you got to know your equipment, right? Like problem solving. If your loader goes down or if you core sample, mm-hmm. like the major issues that your guns have, you need to know how to fix those really fast, right? Like that's a, mm-hmm. that's an important yeah. thing. Dude, uh, that was a, that was a nerve wracking yeah. game. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it was just, you know, bad luck for him. I mean, he had a great yeah. event. And, yeah, you know, yeah. he's definitely one of our up and coming guys. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, lo- I love Jesse, dude. He's such a great bad, guy. Bad luck. Bad luck on the point. But, that is. you know, so we are- still almost pulled it out, but it's. Dude, yeah. you yeah. guys, I mean, you guys hands down played us better than any other team, you know, and yeah. just like the. Um, that was probably one of the best matches that we've, we had. I mean, we had a, yeah. the whole World Cup. I mean, and all our games are decided by one point on Sunday. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah and dude, magic. major, major props. Uh, cause we were up a few points on you guys, you know, and yeah, you yep. guys you just turned it back. up. You guys turned yeah. it up. And yeah. I, w- I was like, what in the hell is going on? Let's go. You know, uh, it was, it was yeah, it was crazy. It was frustrating for me because I mean, you guys, you guys really had a, had my number in the beginning and you shot yeah me, I, I know like five I'm just times gonna, off the break or something i'm gonna just put it out there that was me shooting you from the tall tower and they were giving ryan all my kids they were giving I, ryan the kills that's yeah. why i shot you recount. i i shot you the first point you might be the yeah. only person i shot the whole match well <laughs> you might be the only person i shot the whole match and it yeah. happened twice i think i yeah. i played one of the worst matches i think i've ever played but um that was uh yeah again i think i said it in the beginning you were the guy we keyed up on, you know, we were like, yeah, really. And, and they did Tyler, they gave, they gave uh, Ryan all your, yeah. I know. Yeah. After that, my gun switched and they were still giving them to Ryan. Just feed him. Uh, I just needed a couple. <laughs> hey, but seriously, that old dragon, he played his heart out. Oh my that, God. He played Ryan, so good. 
Ryan played play. so phenomenally. Uh, yeah. Just so aware in the middle there. Uh, so huge shout out to Ryan and congratulations on the golden barrel there. Um, but yeah, it was just a nerve wracking game. I just, I was just like, oh my God, we're, we're in overtime. This has come to this. It was like, I know. Oh. It's crazy. Cause right before the overtime point too, it was like, wow, like this is, it's literally, yeah. it was a coin flip at that point. I mean, we we're yeah. both playing hot mm-hmm. and you know, it was really, I, I ultimately I was thinking maybe whoever wins a breakout, but yeah. On that field layout, it didn't really matter who won the breakout. It was really who made the mm-hmm. made those game winning moves down either side of the field. Mm-hmm. And um, I yeah. mean, uh, in my opinion, Tyler, your move was the MVP move of. You know, I think yeah. did you win the MVP move of the event? Because um, you made yeah. you made that move down the inside Doritos and then into the uh, the yeah. big wedge on that side. And me yeah. and Meter didn't even know, mm-hmm. and it, it sucked because. I shot Dalton and we thought That's Dalton right. was the front guy. Yeah. So meter started rapping mm-hmm. thinking like, Oh, we killed the front guy. And then all of a sudden Tyler's like, Oh, free yeah. kill. Like what the heck? You that know? Was, and it was just so I many. I couldn't believe things. my eyes. I couldn't believe yeah. my eyes. Dude, I was like, Oh, I, we, we had so a many crazy, little things, man. Yeah. We had a change that whole. Yeah. We had no, a crazy right. play that was like, we, we came up with the play against the Russians. We were like, okay, mm-hmm. We're just going to go everyone Dorito side and only put me in this can and just try to win down that side, you know? And we we used it in the overtime point in, in, in the wow. World Cup Finals. Yeah, so Rusty actually we had the talked body. to Ryan about it and, and yeah. said yeah. that as well. Yeah. And it, it's funny, it sucks because you couldn't see the other side. But had we seen you didn't put Arturo or exactly. you know, any of your snake guys exactly. out, we would have probably adjusted our totally. game plan. and Totally, um, yeah. You know, he, it was great. I mean, it, it worked out, but the yeah. the the way the pits are at World Cup, if you're on your side, right? Like you're in overtime, it's so hard to see mm-hmm. the other side. Yeah, you can't see the other side, and Ryan Ryan couldn't see totally, anything. Totally. So. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Was that was yeah. one of the most exciting NXL World Cup finals ever. That was crazy. Yeah, it it just yeah. went back and forth, and then you guys. I, I was like, I was just oh so God. excited that I, I made the corner off the break because you guys <laughs> had my number and I was like, you know, and it's crazy because like I was looking at the, uh, you know, I was watching all the points and I, I couldn't believe that you guys actually shot me that many times. Like I never get shot that many times. So yeah, it was, it was wild. And then I remember just being so excited, like, all right, I'm out here and I hear Rainy start yelling snake, snake, snake. So yeah. It, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, um, you know, Ryan just went up to the middle and went snake because I saw that nobody went out wide. Mm-hmm. And and then I saw Marcelo was in the cans still. And I see Rainey start getting sneaky up there. And he goes and bunkers out, um, goes Ryan. and bunkers out Ryan, right? So mm-hmm. so I immediately like trailed him thinking I'm going to catch whoever's in the temple. And it was Marcelo. And, yeah. and I rap and I'm like, where the fuck is he? And, and Marcelo, it was so funny because I was like, is he there? Like, what the heck? And, yeah. and I guess the, the problem was is Rainey bunkered Ryan and then kept going and tried to get you when, he yeah, could, you know, and he said this after it's like, I could have just stopped in, but I got greedy and tried to get Marcelo and, you know, whatever. Oh, I would have did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I would have did the same thing. But him doing that made you kind of tuck in and just yeah. be like, is he out? Is he out? Yeah. And yeah. then the timing of that happening was when I came up and now you're like still head checking to see if Rainey's there. And now you catch me yeah. and I'm like, Oh, well now, you know, no more free kill, but 
Interesting. You know, we had the spots and I remember meter like turned to me and said Dorito three. And I think during that is when Tyler made his move. Cause he was sitting on that lane waiting for somebody to go through it. Yeah. And he literally turned for a second and was like, Billy Dorito three. My timing. I, I think Tyler <laughs> was, was already, perfect. I think Tyler was already in there. Yeah. Were I was in there early Tyler. Um, I'm the, not entirely sure of the time. I was yeah. in the snake okay. first. I yeah. went, Rainy okay. made our Rainy made his move. I filled the snake and then you filled. Yeah. Because we had shot Blake off the break and then Dalton filled over. I, I rewatched it already. It was it, our game plan, Dalton and I, we actually talked about <laughs> the game funny, plan. <laughs> our game plan, which at practices, we just kept reiterating. Dalton was like, all right, I'm going to go. and I'm just going to get shot and get out of the way for you, Tyler, <laughs> yeah. so that you could come through and win the game. <laughs> That's uh, what happened. Yeah, Dalton, yeah, Dalton I mean, called had it. I, yeah, I mean, you know. There are so many ways that you guys. I know. I know you guys work. I know you guys worked really hard, and you know, I saw Bro, a lot we got lucky. Posts, so you know, <laughs> it was your time, and you know, yeah, uh, there's no luck involved. I mean, you guys fucking earned it. it again, it could have went either way. It could have. Either yeah. one of us yeah, would have earned it. it. That's you know? right. Absolutely. It, it could have went either way, but yeah. it was your guys' time. So you know, props to you guys. Thanks, brother. And uh, yeah, again. Like you said, Archie, um, Archie wasn't playing, mm-hmm. but Archie had, you know, was so helpful in the pits mm-hmm. and helping with game planning and kind of just be whispering in your ear when you came off the field. And, yeah. you know, he had such a great attitude that, you know, he was going to try to play um, because he had he had rolled his ankle and mm-hmm. it was painful for him. But he was going to try to play. But he kept saying that, you know, like the team is playing so well that I have so much confidence that we can win without me right now. Yeah. And, you know, hearing someone like Archie saying that is like, man, that, you know, that, that's, that's motivational yeah, right absolutely. there, you know? Marcelo, do you remember 2015 when we won World Cup? What happened to me? Yeah. Uh huh. You hurt your knee in that's the, right. in the, wow. uh, the yeah. exhibition Crazy. tournament that we played. Right so, oh, yeah. I remember that. I dislocated my knee at that World Cup and I did what Archie was doing. I was the, mm-hmm. I was the voice yeah. in the pit, in the ears, in the hype, in like making sure everybody's yep. minds are right. And, um, it's brutal, dude. That is such a brutal experience. Like you almost beat me up at breakfast because I asked how your knee was doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was not. It was it's not. Good. I knew. I was like, man, I don't want to ask because I know it's. Dude, I know injuries yeah. probably better than anyone sitting here. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Knock on wood. I'm yeah. Pretty knock good. On, yeah. Knock on wood. It's a brutal it's, experience. It's tough. It's tough. You want to be out yeah. there. You you spend all the totally. time training and preparing, yeah. and you want to be out there with your team, and it gets taken away from you. Like you literally feel like it's ripped away from you from an but, injury. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is I, I feel like I had such an impact, probably like Archie did, in helping yeah. the team. Even yeah. though I was injured, I was still doing my Absolutely. part right. and yeah. still 100%. you know, um, there to, to boost in any way I can and be the best teammate that I can yeah. possibly be in my, my shitty times. Um, and that's so powerful, dude. That, that yes. type of energy, it also adds another component to the mm-hmm. whole to the whole chemistry of the team and what's being accomplished yeah, when they see yeah, their 100%. brother, you know, their yeah. brother is hurt and they're doing it to, to win for it. You know, they want to make and, sure that this is and done it right. really, you know, it, it allowed more of us to kind of just step up and really yeah. expose like how deep we are. I mean, meter yeah. stepped up huge and, mm-hmm. you know, had an awesome event, you know, rainy killed it out there. I mean, you know, um, Cody, uh, Bayless, was mm-hmm. had some points out there. I mean, Jesse, LJ, I mean, everybody 
came together as a team That's and right. really stepped up and, and got us, got us all the way there. So, yeah. um, you know, it sucked not having Archie, but you know, yeah. it, it, it could have been worse if, if he wasn't, you know, if, if he didn't have the attitude that he did, which, you know, yeah, that's a um, great but, you know, point right there. And that's, yeah. you know, moving Tyler into next year. Yeah. Yeah. Moving into next year. I mean, we'll have Archie back. We'll have Cole back and, uh, you know, we, we uh, spoiler alert, we did sign one more new guy. Um, there we go. A Rod, if you guys heard, but uh, <laughs> we did not A-Rod? sign A Rod. Um, it's not even released, but it, this when's this posting? Uh, Tomorrow. This uh, Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Let it rip. Break the news, baby. I think it's yeah. going to be released tomorrow. So Perfect. I'll uh, I'll give you some let hints, it rip. Uh, okay. And tease you a little bit. Um, another Texas right. guy and uh, doesn't play the snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt yeah. Matt Jackson. No. Is he is from, it from Dallas? The Dallas? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys, I think gave me enough hints. TJ. <laughs> Who? TJ. Yep. Yeah. Hey, hey, TJ. There we go. Danner, That's correct. Danny Danner. Damn. He's yep. coming to Texas. Yeah, he's, Texas. Yep. he's coming to, to real Texas. You guys have always been the, the real uh, Texas team. No, BKIT. No, uh, no offense. Hold it down. Dallas well, I mean, it just they is what it is. Yeah, they got to come. They got to yeah. win an event. You know, they got to take yeah. down the, yep. the series champs and, and all that good stuff. But uh, damn. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it worked out. Um, you know, I, we had been talking to him and I'm super stoked for it. I think it's going to be a great fit. And, yeah. you know, I really like TJ and I've already been, you know, kind of texting back and forth with them to get to know him a little bit better. And, um, awesome. you know, I think it's, it's a great fit for our team. It's a great fit for the family. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm really excited about it and I know he is too. How's and then, his knee, is it, it, he had a knee problem, right? Is that, is that right? Yeah. So I think it's almost, I think it's almost been like a year that he's really been nursing his knee to yeah. make sure he was a hundred percent and yeah. he wasn't ready to come out back onto the field until it was a hundred percent, but he yeah. had been practicing and I know he's practicing now. Yeah. And, um, far as I know, he's saying it feels great and uh, he just can't wait to get, get started with us. So dude, good for him. Um, I'm like glad I said, I think it's getting released tomorrow. So beautiful. Uh, well, so today, today when people, hands. yeah, so when yeah. people hear this, it'll be today. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, and no matter, no matter what, it's getting released. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think, um, you know, TJ already, already told, you know, everybody that needed to know as far as, you know, his team yeah. and whatnot. So, um, Beautiful. so I actually asked him if I could, uh, bring it up today and he, he said that was cool. So dope. Well, good for you, nice. TJ. I'm sure you listen out yep. there. Congratulations, brother, and X Factor family. Um, we can't wait to see him in that in that blue and black out there next season. It'll be dope. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I have some more questions. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna um, go. shoot fire. it off here. So, uh, Riddles Art, awesome account. Um, if Lacoste did say that they would sponsor you, but you could never play front again, would you do it? you can only play the back you can only play the back i'd probably get cut from x-fag there but yeah Yeah. i don't know that's a tough question man Uh, what are they sponsoring you with you know yeah getting a couple headbands are you like the poster boy for lacoste you know yeah dude full deal full ride i need i need more information yeah i I agree uh, yeah yeah well we're gonna give you a full ride 
Yeah, yeah, it is, dude. It's too much fun up there. All right. So also from uh, NodRog86, how does it feel to be one of the most underrated players that are still in the game? Um, I don't think you're underrated because I think everybody pretty much knows. This guy's not team. watching enough paintball. Yeah. He's not watching but, enough paintball. But honestly, um, you know, there was a time where you were, you know, maybe not the top tier name and you had to grind to to make yourself mm-hmm. known. What yes. what kind of gears did you implement into training or your mindset to get you to where you are now to be a top tier pro snake player? Um, some advice for the people out there. Yeah, again, I think um, you know we talked about it a lot. It just yeah. you know you, you gotta criticize yourself. You gotta be hard on yourself. And you know, Go Sports and the NXL providing all this footage mm-hmm. for us. I spent a lot of time watching myself and criticizing mm-hmm. myself and. You know, and hearing hearing guys out on my team like Archie and Ryan and, you know, the rest of the team just just kind of giving me these little like you need to do this. You need to do this better and really just taking it in and not taking it personally or getting upset about it or, you know, feeling like I'm being attacked. Just really just taking it in and just and just fixing it and and uh, and continuing to get better step by step. And, you know, there was a lot of times where, you know, I wasn't carrying enough paint sometimes. And, you know, I, I noticed that from watching film and, you know, I, and, and hearing Archie out and, you know, I'm not battling as hard because I don't have enough paint on me and, you know, Mm -hmm. little things like that is just, you know, things that you can improve to get better. And yeah, you're right. Film, uh, film is so important. Um, because you don't see all the little nuances that are going on around you or, or even things that you're doing that you're like, whoa, I did that, you know, and seeing yourself right. play, play paintball is a game changer. Mm-hmm. So, dude, we have paintball games in our pocket now. I can That's watch right. paintball on my phone anytime I want. When I was growing up, I would have been I like, what? Are you kidding me? We got paintball on the phone. That was never an option. When you know? I was growing up, I would take a piece of paper in school and I would draw a makeshift field on it and I would play like <laughs> like like soldiers on it, you know? Like I feel like lights. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, if they get into the right 50, I would like make the same hyperball field that was at my local Dude, field, I to, you know? I used to set up my basement with like little bunkers and stuff and and uh, me and my friends would like play like little Nerf games. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, any yeah. chance yeah, I, I got to do something involved with paintball. Yeah, absolutely. I was always into it. Dude, I didn't know. Uh, one of our listeners, his name is Weaverton weave schwab is his instagram oh yeah uh, that's my boy oh yeah dude he's so cool and he actually said uh yo huge shout out to the local hero so he's giving you a boost out there Hell i yeah. love that yeah he's dope Thank he you. followed yeah he's the man he uh always is supporting us and uh showing a lot of love for the ptg nation so we we appreciate you out there brother absolutely awesome, man. um let's see um does San, Anta- uh, does San Antonio feel like home to you? This is from Hector777. Does Do you feel um, like you can ever make the switch over to Dorito side or are you only going to play Snake side? That was another question that he had for you. So um, San Antonio is definitely a home away from home now and um, mainly just because of the relationships that I've built there. And, you know, like I said, X Factor is a family and yeah. – um, so it's always going to feel like a home away from home for me now. Um, as far as playing the Dorito side, I, I think you should ask Ryan Brand that question. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're ready for that, you guys. Honestly, yeah, Hector, I don't. I don't think they're ready for that. You know. 
that's a lot. That's a lot of smoke. Give me, give me another couple of years, and uh, you know we'll we'll see if they'll release me over there. But every time they try to send you snake players over to that Dorito side, you guys don't know (laughs) what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's either going to be really, really uh, bad, or or it might be really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how you know me and Marcelo we talk about the verbiage of paintball a lot, like. I, I still uh, just kind of laugh at myself that we call it like snake and Dorito and all yeah. these funny things. Yeah. We, yeah. We've got to find. We gotta know, we've got to change that. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Billy, let's bring you in on this conversation, too, because Ty, the season's over yeah. and we said yeah. next year we're going to we're going to change some of this stuff. That's right. The, the one thing. So before World Cup, Tyler uh, coach and our assistant coach, Vic, they all stay at my place. And uh, there's a little 7-Eleven right here. So we went over to get some waters so we could pour a transfuse in. And we're sitting in line and we're talking in yeah, a little, little plug. We're sitting yeah. in line talking and, and we're talking about paintball. And Tyler's like, yeah, I think that God is really shootable. And I just okay. kind of like, I look like people <laughs> like, no, you can't say that. You can't yeah. say that. We cannot say that right now, you know? Like, yeah. And it's, it's very true. Like, what if, if outsiders that don't understand paintball or somebody from a big company comes and they watch and they hear us on the field. They're like, kill the God, yeah. you know, like the, this is the lingo that we use. Yeah. That's probably right. not okay. You know, that's probably a big <laughs> issue. A yeah. really big issue. I mean, we have a bunker called Obama. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Obama. So, exactly. We have yeah. a bunker called China, you know, yeah. we call it yep. kill the China. That's not okay. You know, and these are just yep. bunkers yeah. in terms that re- they have no connection to any of that stuff. Yeah. They just, they're, they're right. words that we have chosen because they stand out. You can hear them well. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's really the exactly. main reason. They can't. That's right. That's right. right. But we, we need to find a way around that, I believe. And oh, um, totally. There's the, the lingo has got to change. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's, here's my utmost reason for it is just because i'm already at such a disadvantage playing this game of paintball like there's already so many stereotypes and like connotations that are attached to paintball that any disadvantages that i'm giving myself are just setting me way 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 back so any anything that i can do to present this thing in the best light and package it the best way i humanly can i need to do that and if it comes down to a couple changes in some verbiage and maybe a little shift in the style, or I don't know what it's going to take, but we're, I don't feel like we're far off. Paintball is super entertaining, and it's super fun, and it's super catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell someone you're a professional paintball player, all the te- heads turn. They're like, what? You play paintball <laughs> professionally, you know? It's like a, it's a really interesting thing that we do. Um, I just think that we need to just make a couple little shifts here and there and streamline it and package it like a real professional, tight-knit thing. And once we do that, I think that we got we got a really bright future for this game because it's thoroughly enjoyable and uh, it's really interesting. I mean, it's just simply interesting game that we play. You know, I agree. Yeah, we're not far <laughs> off. Yeah. Billy, what um, what kind of changes would you like to see from the league? Oh man, um, <laughs> now's your time. <laughs> not, not, another yeah. hard question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wish i had time to think about that one um you know i like, always say I, this I, I guess i guess like, um, yeah i guess i, I think yeah. go ahead yeah i, guess, I mean uh, what i what i was saying to you is, is is the same thing um i think it's still it's still not spectator friendly to the average person you know 
And like, like you just, you just mentioned split deck, you know, if I have a family member watching and I tell them, Hey, my game is on at five o'clock or, or three o'clock, whatever your time. And, you know, and they turn it on they see us play one point, we win the point, And then another team comes out. A lot of times they shut it off and they're like, Oh, they build, they, they won. You know, like they don't understand <laughs> the split deck, you know, it's still like, it's yeah. still, you know, it's not spectator friendly. I would love to mm-hmm. see it be more spectator friendly and I would love to see, um, you know, Go Sports is doing a great job what they're doing. I would love to see more of the lifestyle, you know, get yeah. out there into the world and see, like, what we do, you know, during these tournaments and and yeah. the uh, the relationships that we have. And, you know, almost like not like a reality show, but almost like a reality show. You, you know? create like, like that like, skater culture, exactly. right? Exactly. Help skateboarding exactly. really was the culture, mm-hmm. you know. And paintball exactly. is no different. Surf, same thing, snowboarding, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately that's probably what I would say I'd, I'd like to see change. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Give them the inside scoop, make it to where it's like, like when we watched push, you know, you felt like you got that inside scoop. It was super mm-hmm. relatable. Um, we always talk about creating superheroes. That's another great way of doing it. And there are a ton of amazing paintball players out there that have amazing stories that would be really entertaining and, uh, and fun to watch and would boost paintball really far too. So that's definitely a good insight there like that yeah absolutely i i think that as far as the league like split deck is the one thing but other than that format i think there's so many different ways that the game could work it's all yeah. about how it gets marketed um how you put together these videos that promote the travel the camaraderie the the weekends that are difficult yep. you know like you traveling and then going back to a monday morning job it's like you know right mask on right you know it's so funny how it's how like turning into a new person it is yeah. so- um, you know, and then you, you know, it's, it's always funny to me when I look across the table and I see, you know, one of my coworkers yawning and I'm like, well, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> you know? And I'm up here, you know, wide yeah. awake. Handling yeah. my business. They didn't have their Duncan that morning. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it. happened. They right. didn't have their Duncan. <laughs> I also, I think that for the, like what you're saying with the spectator friendliness, uh, of the viewer, uh-huh. because really that's what it's all about. Um, there's nothing more important than the words that we speak to each other on the field and that communication. So even if you don't have uh, the video, it, just having a microphone that we can jump into and be like, oh, let's hear what Archie's talking about to Billy right now. And, mm-hmm. Or, you know, let's hear what Marcel. We're going to have to change yeah, the, you, the lingo of what the teams use before we can do that. Yeah, yeah. You almost need the, uh, you know, the, you almost need the head rep to have a mic too, because not yeah, everybody yes, understands what the penalty yes, was. Yeah, you know, yeah. and Maddie's still kind of in, you know, Maddie's trying to figure it out himself as he's commentating. That he is used to so do that. They used to yeah. do that, Billy, with paintball. Yeah, access, they, they, they did it. They did yeah. do it. Yeah. For, for one event. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they could do better than what they did. I agree. I love you that. Know? I have people. Yeah, yeah. You see the flag and, and people that are watching and, and a lot of people that are watching, at least for us, it is. It's like family and friends that don't understand the game fully. Right. You know, and they want to like it. They want to support, but they're like, well, I don't, I just don't really know what's going on. They see a flag, a bunch of bodies right. get pulled. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. Quick little, but guess what? There's no time with split yeah. deck for a ref to come on in between points and do that. Yeah. That's the issue. Right. That is the whole issue with split deck. If you get rid yeah. of split deck, you have two minutes to be able to cut to an instant replay and show a nasty snapshot from Billy Bernacci. And you're like, oh, that right. is why he's see, one of the best. You I know? mean, 
the mm-hmm. problem, in my opinion, and I'm sure you guys would agree to this too, I think we need to cut down the the amount of pro teams because the reason they're doing split deck right now I is because there's too many pro teams and we're running out of daylight at tournaments and they have to get all these games in. So if you cut the amount of teams, then you have more time to have, you know. No, I got have, this have, one. I love I love this. I love where we're heading here. Um, I love the fact that we have so many pro teams, but I think that there should be maybe two pro fields or something like that. Oh, that's that. my idea, Tyler. You've been talking yeah. about it. That's what I've been saying. You don't cut the pro teams because having pro teams in different geographical areas are big, right? Ty, is that what you're gonna say? That's right. That's right. That's right. We yeah. talk a lot, baby. We talk yeah, a lot. Yeah. But it's good to have 20 pro teams. Honestly, I'd be down to have 30, you know, in all but just reality. Not all on the same field. Exactly. Not all on the same yeah. field. It's like the NFL. Yeah. They schedule their games accordingly. Like you only get Sunday night prime time if you're two badass teams. Mm-hmm. You know? right. So That's like you point. only get on the pro field if you're going to get views, you know, and, and it should be based on views, not based on any other perception. They have mm-hmm. the metrics to, to see how many views certain teams get. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, but and does, so, does does a spectator really want to see Dynasty beating up seven uh, zero to a, you know? <laughs> no, to but that's why a divisional that, team. You know? No, no, no. You're not following. That's why they're not um, on the field then, right? Like mm-hmm. you only have the heavy hitter games on there, really. So, so you're not going to be on the camera because you're playing a shitty team. So no, that you would miss out on camera. No, no, time. no. So, so look, like the champs challengers thing was a was honestly a pretty great idea. You know, a lot okay. of people. I like, agree. Yep. Like I, it I agree. honestly was a pretty good idea to to combat that reason. And then look, in all actuality, um, hey, if 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 that's not an option, I would rather have twenty pro teams and two of our games against the lower ranked teams are on another field. I would rather that than what we're doing now even though we're going to miss out on having two games on the webcast, that does suck. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I don't, that's not ideal. Right, I right. would rather that than what we have now where it's really hard to follow because I, the vision that I have for having that two minutes in between points, man, it's like so valuable. You know, that is context. Valuable. Totally. It's all right. the context of everything that's going on it, you know? And then mm-hmm. I love that idea about the ref being able to come on, just like in any other pro sport, you got the ref yeah. who comes on and he says, you know, a five yard penalty or, you know, like he comes in and lets <laughs> yeah. you know what's yeah. going on, you know? And then there's, that. there's this too. Like, I don't know if the other fields are packed to the max. Maybe they are. So maybe you need a, a whole nother field, no matter what. But look, at some point, these guys are making money. You know, and to say that like they're not making money is crazy. They're making money, maybe not millions, sure, but we got to start putting some money back into the show. We have to. The show is what is going to take paintball forward. And Mm -hmm. so, however, we can do that. And right now, like major props to Cena, Darren, the Ghost Sports crew, Maddie Marshall for what they're doing with such a low budget. Because Mm -hmm. without them, I mean, I know that they put themselves through a ton of stress to bring us what we have now. So, my, my, my uh, question or my request isn't to them. It's to the people above them to give them more resources because I know they, they know all this as well. This isn't like, you yeah. know, some genius plan. It's pretty obvious, you know, and they know this, they just need the resources to do it. Yeah. And so I just, I would really love to see that because I think, I think what we have is a game that has a ton of opportunity, especially in a day and age where video games are becoming more popular than ever. And, and what we do is, you know, really mm-hmm. really fun really uh it out is. there it's new <laughs> it's exciting 
Um, shout out to Billy. Yeah. He's changing his headphones. I, I had that <laughs> issue yesterday. I was going to tell you, I was, I was going to tell you too, when I saw those, uh, Bluetooth ones, I was going to say, Oh dude, make, like if they start dying, just put one in the head. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm trying to monitor my iPad, uh, yeah. battery my headphone <laughs> it's I, been a it's been a fun experiment because we we're always yeah. like i wonder if the the wireless will last you know and uh <laughs> there's been a couple times where you get down to like one earbud you know yeah <laughs> yeah right that, I, yeah. that's what just happened i was in one yeah <laughs> dude um so hey just another shout out for you from wce yep. or, or cwe power paintball um thanking there you for go. the cwe yeah, he coached uh, them to success in the title in D3 out in Connecticut. So they're showing you some love here as well. Major shout out. Appreciate that. that, boys. Hey, Thanks yeah, for working dude. hard. Yep. You, said, you said you worked um, in like solar and lighting. Do you, do you do any work with Chris? He's the owner mm-hmm. of CWE, right? Yeah, that's how I met Chris, actually. Oh, wow. Well, actually, okay. no, I, I met Chris. Uh, he <laughs> actually, when I had the uh, I had a Billy Bernaccia CS1s at, at one time, and uh, he hit me up to to buy one, and I met him at the field. And um, you know, he he then you know got really into paintball, started a team, and then we started actually doing business together. Um, okay. You know, in in real life work, and then uh, you know it turned into a, a paintball relationship also. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Dude, shout out to the New England uh, Patriots. He's got the Patriots helmets Oof. up in. That's right. We got yeah. TV twelve. We got uh, Tom Brady autographed and Gronk Whoa. autographed oh, up that's there. That's tight. Are you a yeah. Bucks no fan now? Then uh, you gotta be. I mean, <laughs> uh, if they're playing the Patriots, no. But yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so know. all right, all right. I like but, that. Yeah, I of like course. That. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for my. I have an NFC team now. I, yeah. you know, I yeah. always had an AFC team. Now I have an NFC team too. <laughs> I like that. That's I tight. like it, dude. That's Billy, awesome. where's where's your favorite? What's your favorite travel story? Like traveling is one of the coolest things that we get to do as professional mm-hmm. football players. It is the honestly to me, it's it's the most memorable. And all the stuff is is traveling overseas and the moments of the times, like with your really close friends. <laughs> yep. Foreign lands. You have a couple stories for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's, I've traveled a lot and I'm blessed to do so. And, you know, when I first started traveling, I was, you know, so focused on just, you know, playing paintball that I didn't really stay extra time or, you know, get out and see, I was just kind of hotel field, hotel field. And I didn't really get to experience any of, you know, where I was going and, and see anything, but, um, one, one of my favorite trips actually was, was with dynasty it was with Ryan and Yosh and, and Alex, when I was on the team and we went to South Africa and Fine. we had so much fun other than just playing paintball. We went and, you know, saw all these like different parks, you know, like lion parks, monkey parks, and just yeah. saw all these like cool animals. And, you know, mm. every day was something new and we were throwing paintball in the mix. So yeah. It was just that was probably one of my favorite trips. Those and, guys are know, the best, dude. They yeah. are. Dynasty knows yep. how to have fun, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. I, I really yeah. thoroughly missed them at World Cup. Uh, it was really weird not having that that energy there. But I could. Yep. They were still there. They were though. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could still feel the energy yeah. from them. <laughs> yeah, those guys are the best, man. Great times. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of showed me how to, how to, how to live. I don't even think I knew what, like, you know, how to, how to save my miles at that time. You know, like Ryan <laughs> taught me all that, you know, like That's Ryan right. was like, 
like, dude, you're doing all this traveling and you're not like, you know, getting upgrades and stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, (laughs) he helped me set all those accounts up. Now, now I get on a plane. If I'm not sitting first class, I'm pissed off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Turned into a little Ryan over here. (laughs) What what airline do you fly? I, I fly Delta. I switched oh, to American. Okay. I, I did switch to American for a year, but I kept my status with Delta only because the flight times for San Antonio were messed up, but mm-hmm. I prefer Delta. Yep. That's like Marcella, the Delta man yeah. over here. Yep. Delta's the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I just, Southwest, you know, baby. Southwest. I got all the status. <laughs> <laughs> you getting them upgrades? Yeah, dude, I got that A list oh, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. They say I could sit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. I don't mind Southwest too much. It's not that yeah. bad. Really you get a, do, do you get reclining seats on that? On that yeah, house? they have. <laughs> and they, they still to, give you some peanuts. So you get some of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just okay. have to hold your luggage oh, yeah. on your lap. Yeah. There you, go. you have to hold That's your luggage the only on your thing. lap. And then... <laughs> it's fun. The new planes, they're great. The ambiance, it's a great experience. Get on Southwest. Okay. Live it up. Right. let's yeah. check them out yeah dude live it up well damn dude you got any more questions <laughs> no the, this poor guy it's it's gonna be 11 o'clock coming yeah. up here soon on the <laughs> east really? coast so. yeah. 1009 <laughs> oh there you yeah, go yeah dude but there you go um billy you are an absolute legend in the game uh you've done a tremendous amount in the paintball landscape for um you know an inspiration for a lot of people out there who want to do what you do on that side of the field playing top tier snake level paintball so Thank you for, uh, you know, always keeping your heart in the game and for, for doing everything that you have for the league and for pro paintball as a whole. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys for having me. And I really appreciate that, that, uh, you know, that means a lot. And, uh, um, you know, I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm touching so many people out there too, because, you know, in the end, that's what it's all about is, you know, people around you and stuff. So you, you have a ton of people that look up to you. I guarantee it. I know there's a lot of young players that are, are cutting their teeth right now, trying to become a snake player and they watch you Mm -hmm. and and they want to um, emulate what you have done in your career, right? You have a very successful career. So the, the thank you is from us actually for coming on the show and, um, (laughs) and sharing your, your story with the listeners and dude, we'll have to have you back on for sure. But um, I appreciate it. Definitely. uh, if there's any last thing, where can, where can all listeners keep up with yeah, some stuff? You got to start posting more uh, for them, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to start working on that. Um, there we go. There we know, go. I'm a busy guy, but <laughs> I'm going to give the people what they want. But yeah, follow yeah. me on Instagram, Billy Bernaccia. Um, You know, look for my signature series, JT stuff to come out soon. I'll drop it on my Instagram when it's ready. Right. Um, You know, thanks to all my sponsors, you know, Planet Eclipse, JT, Nike, Dai. You know, mm-hmm. um, the rest of you guys, you know, I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alex Martinez, for sure. Alex My team X Factor. Um, you know, I'm really excited to uh, start another year. Yeah, dude. I know. 21. Let's dude, go. What, what do you think is going to go on in 2021? I got to ask you that real quick. What's what's yeah. going to happen? We playing, are we playing Vegas? We getting there? I wish I had a crystal ball, but I'm going to keep the good vibes out there and say we're yeah. playing. I like That's it. Right. We're, we're yep. jamming. Well, thankfully, mm-hmm. we play the most uh, socially distanced game in the world, and and we're we have the greatest opportunity for paintball. Absolutely. Dude, paintball has a golden opportunity right now with the fact that we don't have contact. Like you're not you're not running into somebody. You know, um, we're able to effectively you're not passing be, a ball. Yeah, Big we can right. be, you know? Yeah, dude, we can be safe with this, which is a huge opportunity for us. So let's keep doing our part and staying safe and having fun and playing a lot of paintball. 
and uh, we can't wait to see you um, hopefully at a practice or an event soon billy 100 man can't wait yeah, to see dude. you guys too i know brother you stay safe out there all right thank you you too all right bud peace, peace. out all right peace, peace. What an amazing episode. What an amazing dude. Billy Bernaccia is, uh, he's awesome. You know, I've gotten to know him a little bit more over the last couple years, especially the last year. Uh, we did some coaching against each other, like we talked about on the show. And so I got to spend some time with him outside of being on the other side of the field, you know, competing, actually playing against each other. And he's just an awesome ambassador of the sport. Doesn't do it for the fame. Um, doesn't even do it for the money. You know, he's just in it because his heart's in it. And uh, what a cool story. We really are thankful for him coming on and sharing that with us. And um, he also had some really good insight. I hope you guys as listeners got a lot of value out of this episode. I know uh, I learned some stuff too. You know, I think that's what's really great about this show is each one I am learning. I'm constantly learning. It's great. I know Tyler feels the same exact way. Um, If you guys did enjoy it. And you, you love PTG and you love play the game, you guys can head over to our website, ptgpaintball.com, and check out our merchandise. We have our uh, Patreon over there if you want to become a supporter of the show. We you know upload some, some videos, some informative stuff on there for our Patreons, and we're very thankful for you guys. You guys are the lifeblood of this whole thing. We, we really appreciate all the support. Um, another thing that I don't think we've talked about is all the support we had at World Cup. We are so thankful for you guys. Listeners, you guys are, are truly... From the bottom of our hearts, you guys are the best. Uh, as we were walking onto the field, you guys are yelling, play the game to us. And that's just, it's unbelievable. I can't wait to see what we can do with this thing, what kind of community we can build, what kind of culture we can build moving forward. Um, it really is amazing. It's, uh, it's fantastic. So thank you guys so much. Um, our website was brought to you by Rusty Glaze. He, if you guys didn't know, when he's not coaching professional paintball team San Diego Dynasty, he also does web design for a lot of the paintball community and if you own a field or a store or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you need a website he is your guy um head over to constantpursuit.com and uh get some more information see if uh if it fits your needs but all right i'm gonna stop talking your guys' ear off thank you guys so much for tuning in we really appreciate it and we will see you very very soon